Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What's good, Internet? Welcome to Waypoint Radio. That's not normally how I do this one, but it is Friday, August 23rd. So I said welcome. I have some other stuff on my mind right now. (laughs) I... It's episode 258. Patrick Klepek, Daniel Riendo, Kato is here. Have you seen the new XFL logos? <laughs> yes! Okay. Oh my god, yes! Okay, you can't say anything yes. else about it because I have a quiz. God Patrick, have you seen them? Yes. Do you know the names already? I know one. Uh, the, okay, don't say, say it? No, 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 no. no don't say anything. Okay, don't say, right. I just need to okay. know. Let's do as the quiz. Group, Let's do the quiz. I'm going to drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has, I know been, one. this has been taking over my mind for the last... For, for the last two days or whatever. How? Because uh, mm-hmm. it's not just mm, it's not just the logos. There's also copy that goes with them. I am going to drop all of the logos. And fonts. <laughs> well, the, I'm just going to start with the logos because I don't want to give away yeah. the city. I can give you the city as a clue huh. to figure out the name of the team. But I'm not going to huh. do that by default. If you request it, okay. then you can get it. But but if you But if you don't, then you get bonus points. I'm not tracking the points, okay. but people at home will understand. First up, <laughs> what is the name? No cheating. What is the name of this team? And I, if you know the city, if you can figure out the city, the attached location, that would be even more incredible. Fuck. So it's not the Houston Oilers. Right. But because I'm gonna, that's. I'm going to presume Houston. Okay. Wait, it's not. <laughs> well, Houston Oilers is an old NFL team. It's an old yeah. NFL team. Um, um, I was like, that was yes, like. You can cut. You. Sure, yeah, 100%. You, you said you that it was like that. a 1960s like Houston Oilers. Wait, is it, yeah, is this yeah, like in our that. chat right now? It's in our podcast, podcast. chat. Am I missing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In podcast oh, okay. chat. Because I'm not in the other chat. Um, <sighs> right, right, right. Sorry. All right, I'm in the right chat now. Yes. I'm doing it Okay, right so there's like an oil rig in white. It's all. It's on like a gray field, like a gray background. The big red, mm-hmm. like H, that's part of an oil rig, and there's a red star at the top. What are we getting? I need a guess from everybody. So wait, what are we guessing? Just the city to start? Uh, no, well, the full name. Full name. Okay, so I know. So it's X. I'm gonna talk just a little through the the mental process. I'm yeah, going please. Here. So please. Houston is the city I'm gonna land on. But I I know just based on the one little bit. I watched one of the like trailers they've been putting out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And it seemed to imply that all like because I want to say like the Houston Diamonds, but I know that is not extreme enough for the the XFL. Yeah, that's a good because thought. I know not they've been enough. invoking yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they've been invoking uh mythical creatures in, in fact, uh Do you want me to read hmm? some copy to help like get your mind going? Uh, yeah, yeah, please. Copy. yeah, please, <laughs> please. Resolute, rippling with heat, railing against fatigue. Unceasing. Revolution. Good guess. No. Unceasing and often unseen, they labor deep in the trenches. Mercenaries in the muck. Brawlers in the blackened dirt. 
not just for three hours, not just when the lights are bright. These are the scratching, grinding, never bending few. The blank going to work for you. Wait, so this is specific to this team? Yeah, that copy oh, okay, is okay, this okay. team's copy. I feel like I know everything on the bottom row, but I don't know the top row. And the I think top. this one was on the top row. Oh, I see. I, I want to say see. in the trenches. In like the trenches. Dwarves, but like that doesn't fit. <laughs> that, no, dwarf. they're, not, they're not like they have the Lord of the Rings teams. They're not like the Minutemen. They're not like the something soldiers, something. Switch, Wait, is this uh, the Roughnecks? The Roughnecks. What? Yeah. The Houston That's Roughnecks. Right. Danielle yes. gets a point. Shh. Cheating. What Thank is that? you. Cheating. I'm She's not so, cheat. I promise. She said there's like, oh, which one is it? The one on the top row or the bottom no, no, no. row? Literally. <laughs> literally. Let me, let me explain. Let me explain. I, I encountered the like, somebody tweeted just the, the logos in two rows. Like four okay. on the top, four on the bottom, uh-huh. whatever number it is. And You're I said, you pulled roughnecks like, hey, out of your ass. I don't hate mm-hmm. one of the roughneck is a in this. And then I said, hey, I don't hate any of the bottom row, actually. I kind of like some of the iconography of the bottom row. But the top row, which started, there's a face on the left and there's a face on the right. Okay. And, like, I don't really remember what's in between. But, like, I am picturing <laughs> them in it. two rows as with this tweet from two days ago. So I'm, like, picturing in my mind. So this is, like, an incomplete mental picture. Yes, that uh-huh. one is on the right, like, on the well, extreme right. We're, we're now getting to this top one. Right? Okay. The yeah, the top right? The right. So I've now put in a new one. It is some sort of cat moving from, it's like a profile shot of a cat moving from left to right. There are some like speed lines integrated into. It's a gray body with red eyes, red fangs, and a black field behind it. You said the wild cats. What did you say? Is that what you said? Patrick? Thundercats. 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 They they did not get the Thundercats uh, license, unfortunately. Something something lions. That's a lion. That's a lion. You think it's a lion? Wildcat is also too boring. It has to be like a saber tooth. All right, you know what? You're right. The saber tooths. Mm, Century, centuries see. carved of stone, watchdogs over the metropolis, a prehistoric predator. Yeah. A beast evolves, turned loose in a new kind of jungle. All teeth and talons, eyes unblinking. They know fear because they feed off it. They are your first line of defense, <laughs> and there's no need for a second. The blank on duty. Seattle the Sphinx or the saber the Seattle saber tooths <laughs> says Kato. Yeah. The Sphinx, no. No, Seattle's I'm, something else. Seattle's something sphinxes. else. Yeah. God damn it. Prior knowledge from Danielle. Well, I see I, w- I was seeing I was seeing Seattle, some of the stripes here. Seattle. Some of the stripes I was thinking maybe like a pharaoh Egyptian vibe like so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah saber tooth yeah, was my first guest I'm uh, I'm surprised Kato didn't get this out of the past. in his bones because those are the it New like York Panther. the what? New York Guardians. What? Okay. What? Uh, I guess it. Cut. <laughs> this is our team. This is, this our, is team. our team. How this do we not know our team? We didn't know our own team. I know it's sad. Guardians. Guardians. Bill like. De Blasio presents. <laughs> All right, this next one's pretty easy. Oh, I think that's oh, the Seattle that's Dragons because yeah. Danielle already knew. <laughs> It's the Seattle yeah. Dragons. We, like, we, we're not awarding Danielle any points no. in this game, this correct? No. <laughs> already won. You saw that one. Our <laughs> yeah, rising she, look, t- she looks at this and goes, oh, clearly the Seattle Dragons is my wild guess at what this might be. <laughs> because I looked at an image and now claim that I have amnesia over it two days it's later. True. They appear to be using lots of prior information to inform my guesses. <laughs> I looked at that thing for like ten fucking minutes. Like... I, I it's a nice drag. You're not helping your case. It's a solid drag. It kind of looks more like a sea it's serpent a to me. 
But that's still yeah. applicable. The sea serpents can be kind like of like a sea dragon. I actually imagine fact, the bottom says, half, but the bottom half of that to be like thick body though. No, rising from, rising from the turbulent sea beneath the darkening skies of their weather hardened home, relentless, ruthless, ravenous. Not of mythology, but of muscle and might. Not a folklore, but a football. Wow. Wow. This is <laughs> not, not a folklore, but a football. <laughs> This is your darkest fantasy in cleats. The Seattle Dragons <laughs> breathing fire. That one's horny. That whole thing is horny. Very, very. Yeah, don't. Your darkest fantasy in cleats. In cleats. Excuse your me. Darkest fantasy in cleats. Well, now I really want to see what's the the second half of this dragon. <laughs> oh, this is St. Louis. This oh my is God! Louis. Stop. Danielle. It is, it Danielle, is stop. Literally, left. stop. It is the, on the bottom left. Danielle. is my least favorite on Danielle. the bottom row. The next three Dan are great. You're ruining like, the game. <laughs> Danielle, you're ruining the game. Stop. I swear to God, I'm doing this from memory. I swear. Like, that's not. Danielle, that's not that helping. We don't, the whole point of the game is for us to guess. If and my like, cat was here, I would swear on her. I would I know, swear on her little heart. But part of it is I've never watched someone ruin a bit faster. Part of the bit is guessing where they're from. If you already know where they're from, you can't guess. Just, just I from want Danielle. you to know I'm basing this on seeing this image of the eight logos. Like, but the logos, the, that image says where they're That's from. That's not a guess. That's knowledge. That's knowledge. Yeah, but it's from, but it's it, from days ago. Yeah, but, but like, we don't have any of it. But if you asked me, if you if you came to me like, Austin, are there <laughs> hush puppies on the menu of the at Sugar Freak in Astoria? I'd be like, well, I haven't been there in a little bit. But yeah, I think there's hush puppies. That's not me guessing. That's memory. Wait, does that mean I'm excluded? Only from the names, only from the, the cities, unless you remember or all the names. at least give everyone 30 seconds to have an idea before okay. you pour it out. Here's what okay, it is. I'm Sorry, because I found I it on Wikipedia. I'm so excited that I knew things. I know you're excited. I know. I'm not trying to shit on your excitement. They are from St. Louis. They are winged warriors preparing for flight, preparing to fight. They await their orders. They attack as one, diving, dodging, swooping, striking. Their mission: create chaos. Their mandate: win at all cost. The blank cleared to engage. This is like a sword. It's like a blue field with mm. a white and gold sword with wings on it. This one I, looks like a Pokemon. This looks like this a Pokemon. This does look like a Pokemon. Sure. That's 100% right. Uh, I will say this one has camel casing. It's like intercapped camel casing. Oh. So it's two words. Mm. That's that's the clue I'm giving you. Oh. It should be Valkyries. It's not, but it it's should be. It's not Valkyries. Yeah, but it should be. The Flying Knights? No. The Flying Knights would be a fine name, but not not. That's exact. like a high school team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Totally. <laughs> You're local. You're local. You're, you're welcome. You're your local flying nights. Yeah, exactly. Those are horns. Isn't there like an NHL team that does that for real? That does like a goofy night thing? Oh, like, almost certainly. Right. Games? That sounds right. I'm almost all, positive. All I can do when I look at this is just think of that of uh, Dimitri from the Fire Emblem. Oh, that is look like logo. Dimitri. This is Dimitri's logo for sure. <laughs> Uh, uh, no guesses? Come on, give me a give guess. Give him on a Pegasus. Fucking, that sounds Eagles? paladin-like, but that doesn't work with, I don't think mm. that works with a camel case situation. Paladin, paladin. Paladin. <laughs> no, it's not paladin. Paladins, uh -huh. yes. Pa the paladins is where, where I grew up in California. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, this is, mm -hmm. if you're giving up, 
Yeah. The St. Louis Battle Hawks. Ba- what? <laughs> <laughs> there is nary a hawk on here. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Not one hawk. <laughs> not a single fucking hawk. Not one hawk. That's not even hawk. Those right. are like angel wings. What the fuck? Those are like angel wings. All right. This one I feel like is the is maybe the easiest one. Danielle, can we get... Well, you know what? Maybe it's not the easiest one. I thought about it for a second. Give give them 30 <laughs> seconds before you weigh in. It okay, is a face. All right. It is a face. I know what it is. Whoa. With a bandana Desperados. On. That's a good guess. Desperados is a good guess. Not right. It's a like a like a Carolina blue sky, not sky blue, like kind of a little bit darker than a Carolina blue with like a hat on, a bandana wrapped around a face with red eyes, glowing red eyes. I like I like Rustlers. Rustlers is good. <laughs> it does start, good. It starts with an R. Ooh. Yep. Renegades. Renegades. Oh, yes. Deep in the heart of Texas beats a different kind of pulse, a spirit untamed, a swagger that can't be denied, where big meets bold meets badass. This is outlaw country inside the lines, which doesn't mean that's stupid. This is hell on wheels between hash marks. This is their home on the range, the Dallas Renegades raising hell. Oh. Welcome to the latest campaign reboot for Beto O'Rourke, Return of Texas Blue. Um, this next one. Can I looks, mention that the yes. TM on some of these shows up and it does not show up on others? Yeah, it's super weird, right? Including the Renegades. Uh, it's on the Renegades for me. It's not on the Battle Hawks. I don't see it anywhere on the Battle Hawks. I'm like, did they not? Are they not trying to register these trademarks? It's very weird. Uh, next Great. one is is a is like crossed. Um, uh, lightning bolts <laughs> on a red field with three whites. All the lightning bolts are red, or sorry, the lightning bolts are white. There's three stars: one to the left, one to the right, one above the the uh, the, the lightning bolts. So I remember the location, but not the name. For well, this the, one. there is a clue. It just you'd have to really understand how to read this flag. The Shazams. That's right, the Shazams. <laughs> you got it in one. This Atlanta. On this was Atlanta, right? It is not Atlanta. Oh, uh, but I now I think you're throwing that just to get back in our good graces. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> that Ugh. must be Atlanta, right? On the shoulders of giants, on the shoulder of giants, they stand tall, unconquerable, unyielding, marching ever forward, a force united, one quest, one purpose, one resolve, seeking glory through grit, victory through valor, the blank, taking I, their stand. Can I ask, okay, yeah. um, is it in the... The south or the southern half of the United States? Uh, well, you know, I would say it's contested territory. <laughs> okay, so Maryland. Close. Shit. <laughs> Very close. Yeah. Jersey? West Virginia. The, well, that's right. The West That's Virginia. a W, right? It's not a W. It's a city. It's it a is, city. It's a city. And there is a clue in the flag. You can read the city in the flag if you can look. For, it's just mm-hmm. very weird. Yeah, it's. Fuck. It's there. Now that I see it, I can't unsee it. Yeah, same. Uh, hint. It's it's near Maryland. Near a lot Maryland. of lawmakers. Right. I oh, mean, DC. It's DC. <laughs> the lightning bolts are forming. Are you a D kidding me? And a C. Are you? That's. I see it. Yeah. I see it. That's God. actually pretty clever. I kind uh, of don't hate it. I other, don't hate it. My other clue is <laughs> this name sucks because there's already a name in this list that's basically the same thing. As a reminder, what we've had so far are the okay. the Roughnecks, the Guardians, the Dragons, the Battlehawks, and the Renegades. D- 
Desperados. Not Rebels. The des- not the DC. No, not, no, not the DC Rebels. DC Though again, there is something. There is something about this flag that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the cross <laughs> situation there is a yeah, little uh-huh. uh, reminiscent of some. This is actually uh, the yeah. DC Defenders. Defend. Mm. Which I don't know why lightning. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> this next one. Is uh, I like this one because it just gives away the city literally immediately. <laughs> uh, it is a yep. look at that sexy tail. It is an it's good. Or, which one, the A tail or the L tail? <laughs> the L tail is a little the uncomfortable. A, well, the A seems to be maybe <laughs> stepping on the L, so I don't know. Oh, 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 oh my god! <laughs> this is the opposite oh, oh, of the like no raising, step. This is it's the like please raising step its flag. hand to do yeah, a backward do, slap. It is. It is a backward like slap. Like, like, oh, oh. This is this the one L- is kinky. This one is a little. It is a little kinky. It is a little. Yeah. Or just mean. We don't know what the situation is. Uh, <laughs> so True. this is the, the my favorite one because of the disconnect. I just don't see the thing that they're saying is here. Uh, L.A. is obviously the city. It's an because again for people listening, it's an it's an orange L that is like interlocked with a red A, and they have like tails coming off of them, or like not even tails, but like I guess it's a little bit like a tail. Um, the text here. In the land of bright lights, far from the flash and flame, nope, far from the flash and fame, they've already begun to prowl. Enter their den and be dominated. Hmm. Hmm. Like I said. Run away and be ripped apart. This is prime time meets primal instinct. This is showtime with a snarl. This is our time to roar. The blank unleashed. Cougars? The L.A. Cougars. (laughs) It's close. It's close. Mountain lions. No. Is it lions? No. But you're all dancing around it. You've already said this name once because it's a classic sports name that gets used a lot. Jaguars? Wildcats. The Wildcats. The Los Angeles Wildcats. Now, I know what you're thinking. There's another logo with a Wildcat in it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why it's not in the Wildcat logo. I think because they really wanted this A to step on this L. So... One more. They clearly did. Here we go. The thing I love the most about this last one is like these are such vibrant colors. These are such like college wow. football colors. It's a. It's I like love a this one. Lime green background with like a darker green V that has some yellow in the inside of the V. I don't want to do any any reads here. I don't want to give any clues. I think this is this is probably the easiest one. Really? It's also like the horniest next to the LA one. I didn't, now that you've pointed out the LA thing, I can't unsee it. In the <laughs> shadows they wait, demons born in darkness, hunters by instinct, cold blooded <clears throat> by nature, their okay, bite yeah, unavoidable, yeah. their grip inescapable. They slither and stalk their competition, luring all who challenge okay. them into yeah. the jaws of defeat. The Tampa Bay Vipers. Vipers, ready to strike. That one's good. Come on. That one's actually good. Which, so, I guess... I don't know why I imagine the way this V looks, it it looks like a superhero's outfit, like, with a deep V. Oh, it does. You're totally (laughs) right. Like, really spiky shoulders. They should just get... Yeah, you know what? I think we solved this Marvel uh, uh, Sony situation. Get rid of fucking Spider-Man. Oh, boy. Get you the Tampa Bay Viper in there. Same situation, just a deep V. Yeah, deep V. Deep green V. Keep Tom Holland on. He's the new Viper. Thank you for joining us during our XFL minute. Uh, I think that thing is still going to be a train wreck. That starts next year? Can't wait. Is it next year, February 2020. February? That's like tomorrow. (laughs) 
Jesus well, Christ, oh, don't oh, so say you're, that. Oh, you're impressed uh, with the speed of it. Uh, not impressed. Yeah, it, it, Dismayed. The, 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 uh, I mean, basically the only way for you for like a, yeah, another yeah, league yeah. to take off is to is to try and hit the ground running during the brief period when the NFL isn't doing anything. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. like that's what the AAF tried to do earlier this year, and they made it two months before they got, I think, four games into an eight-game season, and and and, and oh. the, the someone took the— Wait, so February— uh, it's right after the Super this Bowl. This coming yeah. February. Is it after the or before? After the Super Bowl. After, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, you will probably after. be, the whole thing will be like, you're still excited about football, right, but right. but football season. Your team a- sucked, but maybe <laughs> your new XFL team won't. <laughs> the Houston Maybe Rough your Vipers Next. will be great. God, I'm so The Roughnecks curious. is good. I just saw Starship Troopers again this weekend. There you go. So Roughnecks, I'm all about gotta, it. Yeah, they're I all right there. I gotta think of who I'm gonna adopt. I know. Well, like, for me, <laughs> That'll like, be closer. I'm gonna have to mull it. Who who is closest for you? St. Louis? It depends. Part so it's going to be less geographical as much as like I need to figure out like which throwaway NFL players right. can I can I get, can behind, get behind that are yeah. like yeah. they've only signed one quarterback. Um, I forget who they their first start uh, in February. Uh, yeah, dude, well, they, they have, have to be working but they can't out by sign now. the vast majority of their players until mm. after roster cuts, mm. which don't happen until it's the third preseason game of the NFL this week. The 53-man rosters will start getting shaped up in between now and and then, and so it's like quarter like t- players aren't going to sign until they like it becomes very clear they're not going to make an NFL roster where they could make real Landry Jones, a backup quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers for a number of years, is going is the first quarterback who has signed uh, with the XFL. Good for Great. him. Yeah, seriously. Sure. I, I I love feeder I, leagues and and. This yes. kind of thing. Like, I hope that it's good. like I hope that it's like safe. Er, yes. Like all said, like yeah. I hope that it's safe. The old XFL didn't didn't the way that I they don't figured even talk out about it. Yeah, it's bad. Who, uh, they stopped you, doing like it was the thing, a thing where like about. they put the ball in the middle of the field and they had people run out to the center to grab it. Yeah, instead, Wasn't it like a instead thing of they did? a kickoff, what they did is they put the ball in the at the fifty yard line <laughs> and then they had two receivers, two fast players, sprint at to the middle to try to get the ball, but it caused injuries because of course it did because it's two yeah. bodies running full yeah, speed no ahead, shit. just slamming yeah. into each other. That's bullshit. So that was uh, you know a couple decades ago or whatever. Please don't do that again. Please invest in in better medical. Johnny care. Manziel already mapping out his XFL future. Yeah, that adds up. That adds up. That adds up. Isn't this one by... Vince McMahon. Yeah, Yeah. uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. Again? Oh, yeah, this is his baby. Yeah. This is his He sold, like, a ton of shares in WWE in order to, like, like, self-finance. No, it's gonna be bad. He had the last one, too, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. This is like a Marianne... years ago, whatever it was. A Marianne Williamson situation of, like, we should have as much fun as we can right now (laughs) and then stop because we don't want to hurt people. (laughs) We can't get behind the XFL. Yeah. We can watch quietly from the sidelines, send each other in... This is not for main feed. This is for DMs. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) This is like, we can poke fun at it, but we're not gonna boost it once it's happening. Mm-hmm. Which I advise people to do as a life as a whole life lesson. Yeah. We should also talk about something else today: uh, video games, <laughs> because of that being what this podcast is technically about. How are y'all doing? You playing? You playing any more video games? Is, is anything burning a hole through your heart? Is anything you need to talk about? <laughs> video games. Patrick, are you still with ancestors? Hold on, I just want a small addendum to uh, yeah. uh-huh. the uh, my Fire Emblem piece from earlier this week, where oh. I argued that. It, the game, the normal mode is too easy. Yeah. Which I had a lot of support. 
got the most amount of email that I've gotten for a piece in a long, <laughs> a lot, people had strong opinions about um, my choice to play on uh, normal and casual. But weird thing about that game, which I really wish I'd known this at the start. And so if you haven't started Fire Emblem, I absolutely recommend this is like the path you should take. So you cannot increase the difficulty from normal to hard. Right. But you can decrease the difficulty from hard to normal. Right. Um, <laughs> Which is silly. And you can, do it, you can do it once, and the game will not let you revert back for reasons that are unclear Make to no me. Like it's the, the Switch has processing limitations. I don't know that those limitations include the in, inability to crunch the numbers on stats <laughs> um, mid-game a second time. But... Um, it's all to say that uh, I mean, the first probably couple hours of that game on hard, if you're new to it, probably would be like a real like uphill battle. So you kind of like get your you can start, you know, you could start grinding or like you get, wrap your head around it. But just know that, like, if I had known that that's what I would have done, I would have started on hard. And then maybe I would have realized ah, actually I'd rather just kind of sail through the game and enjoy the social stuff. At least I could have made that choice. So if you're starting in the future. Start on hard, realize you don't want to do that, and go to normal because you can't do the other way around, which is uh, yeah, which is a yes. bummer. Yeah, um, agree. Just a strange, strange oversight. I hope it's something they patch in the future. It won't help me, but uh, I'm now just committed to to auto battling and just learning to yeah. live with it. Some people <laughs> definitely wrote in and were like, "Hey, the the battles in the second half are a lot better, and are a lot are there's a, there is like a difficulty jump." So I'm hoping you get some of that at least. Yeah, it's, it sounds like we'll yeah, see. like I should just auto battle to the time jump, and then there'll be a little bit of uh, something that's a little more interesting on the other side of that. Um, the other the other like, interesting wrinkle uh, I had heard was that one of like the ongoing confusions among Fire Emblem fans uh, fans is uh, how. Local flans, sorry. Flanes. I, yeah. I know that's I know mm. I know, that's the name of the Fire Emblem uh XFL team that they're putting together. <laughs> um <laughs> is that the, there's actually been like localization uh sort of like tweaks to how they interpret Ooh. the difficulty over the years. Like historically, I guess, and I'm gonna get this a little bit wrong, but like in different localizations, they have treated uh like I guess in Japan for various entries, like like normal is the easy mode and hard oh, is normal and there is no hard mode. There is just easy and normal. And the localizations have not had a consistency with how they treat like the terminology. And so there are times when uh, like really how, you know, this could have been treated was that, you know, we can have our issues with like the term easy and normal. Like I, I'm, I don't like those like terminology, sure, but like sure. it's, it is, it is what it is. But in that like world, uh, it's very possible that actually the way like the development team intended for this game to be viewed is that oh it's easy and normal which seen in that light like I'm both right and also that's how the game feels right it's right, like right oh it's meant for like combat to be here you can screw around with it but you don't have to like overly worry about it and that normal is like hey like we're gonna challenge you you're gonna die you're gonna like it well, just like, and that, that explains why that mindset explains a lot there's also a, a, a like very high difficulty DLC coming. Mm-hmm. in the future and that is like oh right. and that would be your traditional hard mode in that version of right. it that makes sense totally <laughs> the kind of thing that you would hold until DLC because you want people to like not make right. the mistake of like starting on a difficulty that um you know they they would end up not liking did you see, so anyway i just wanted did you see a short addendum to fire emblem three houses characters are going to tetris 99 the tetris what? battle royale what? what i don't know how i don't know in what capacity they're there they exist they exist put, they're they're like put in the battle in monster hunter world 
That would be Damn. the best. <laughs> I mean, I, the thing that I woke up, literally woke up thinking about this morning was, what if Arxis made a Fire Emblem fighting game? And I Whoa! know that people hate the Fire Emblem characters <laughs> in in Smash, but like a wow. dedicated it's fire... Yeah, it's because they're OP. Uh, <laughs> it'd be the dedicated Fire Emblem fighting game that had like Bernadetta and had Donald Fuck. and had Lin and had like Sora. That feels inevitable, it doesn't would be, it? And it would look so good if, I mean, if it, it was the Arxis style. No, but it isn't if you if it's a one on one fighter like the Arxis games are. Sure, like make an sure, anime sure, fighter, sure. but with Fire Emblem characters like from across Persona. the series. Like Persona. With that, uh, like Persona. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Someone make that happen for me. Just make another Can one of those. Smash Dang. Somebody do that. Fighting game that could happen. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> God. All right. Uh, what uh, else? What else is going yeah, on? Yeah, sorry. Ancestors. No. Yeah, can we talk about um, ancestors? Because you've been talking to yeah, me about ancestors this? for two weeks now, and have been like, <laughs> I, there's been an arc that you've gone on, and now there's impressions out there in the wild, and some people love this game, Patrick. Maybe you're not evolved enough <laughs> in the <laughs> to oh, love no. to love ancestors. Some of the previews I have read seem to be giving the game a really long leash on that they'll like it more as they go along. Fair. Um, is like a little bit of the read that I've been like, well, I don't really understand what's happening right now and I'm not exactly having a good time, but it's doing interesting things, which is like an understandable framework yes. for yeah. like a game that is conceptually hard to understand, which is um, Ancestors of the Humankind Odyssey. Uh, Another is, subtitle uh, on a game, by the way. Ancestors yeah, of the Humankind um, that one Odyssey. At least, that one at least... Uh, uh, I will say at least with that one, it flows to a certain extent. Okay. Like ancestors evokes like a certain like, oh, historical. And then the humankind odyssey actually literally tells you something about the game. Like, cause that's what the game is. So the premise is, so this comes from um, Patrice. Uh, how do you say his last name? Do you know? Desilet? De, uh, Desilet, I Desilet? believe. I, that's what I've always sort of said. The creative director. wrong. Uh, close enough. Yeah. That's not. Like, you know what I'm saying? Butchered. I don't, um, I don't mean to be butchering it. I don't mean to be. Yeah. Totally. Right. Um, but he's the uh, creative director on the original Assassin's Creed and Assassin's Creed 2 um, and then left um, as uh, Ubisoft then like really went into sort of an annual phase with that franchise, starting with uh, Brotherhood, which was the right. one that came out um, shortly after Assassin's Creed 2. And yes. we could talk about Patrice's uh, uh, weird development arc since then, which is that <laughs> he has not released a game since Assassin's Creed 2 for a variety of reasons that uh, um, often do not seem like his fault and just caught in lo- weird uh, toxic situations with like studios like THQ and even I and even Ubisoft, but he went back there. But anyway, this game has been working on for a number of years now. Um, started as like an episodic or a trilogy thing, and maybe it is still that, but they've kind of like backpedaled off that to this this opening entry, um, Ancestors, uh, in which it basically you start as like early apes and you're supposed to not evolve to humans. I don't know exactly like the length of time that you're going towards in, in ancestors, but it at least goes as far as like going from being on all fours um, to like <clears throat> learning to like, you know, be bipedal to like stand up on, on, on two feet and right. like gain more mobility. And get, like tools and stuff, right? Like you, like, yeah. And like, how, like learning tools, like just basically like how did we evolve and learn? And this game's pitch is it, it, it really, is an attempt to try and simulate that to a degree that I found infuriating, um, uh, very frustrating, which also I think is maybe the point. And that doesn't mean that I enjoyed it or want to spend any more time with it, because I don't think that's true. But I don't know that the reaction I had is necessarily 
contrary to what the game was going for, which mm-hmm. is the tension I'm going to sort of try to unwrap when I spend a couple more hours with it today and then do a write-up for... I was going to do a review and then just finally told Austin, I can't. The amount of hours that were required to do a review is just like, I could go do anything else. But it doesn't mean I don't <laughs> think it's interesting. Um, yeah. So basically the way the game starts is like you start... Uh, you put in your name and it like randomizes a, a clan. Um, and that like puts you into a jungle... Um, with uh, a certain number of, like, elder apes, uh, like, adult apes, and uh, and small children apes. And you don't know how to do any... There's, like, a basic level of knowledge that the, the apes have, which is, like, oh, I hear sounds. And uh, that allows you to, like, vaguely track that something's near. But, like, when you start out, like, these apes don't know how to do anything. Mm. Um, like, they can climb, they can swing. But beyond that... They don't understand what the uh, the food does to them. Like, they understand they're hungry, but, like, what should you eat? Why should you eat it? When should you eat it? Right. Um, like, so, like, like, a basic thing, for example, uh, you'll uh, walk up to a, a plant, and you can grab it, and then you can examine it, and it'll get, be given a name so that, like, a lot of the times when you're walk, wandering around, you'll bring up this interface that's, like, like scan vision, right? And it's like you see all these different squares and the squares you can fill in if you already know what they are, right? So it's like if you've already like looked at a plant and identified it, you can, that blank space will fill in with what that plant is so that you kind of have a sense of like what's around you if you're looking for something specific. But just because you identify the plant, uh, the, it doesn't mean you know what it does. And so like what'll happen is like you'll, identify the plant and then like several other squares will jut out from it. And does this game basically like leaves it as a question mark. And that is that all like I mean obviously it's not diegetic. Uh but it's just like are the squares jutting out from the plant like a weird sci-fi thing a la Assassin's Creed? Is it just like a layer? Has, uh do you know what it, I mean? It, it's just like a layer. It doesn't feel like it's like portraying like there is some sort of okay. grand sci-fi conceit okay. that is going to reveal itself halfway through the, the game. Maybe that is true. I, I, I've not gotten far enough to like see any layers of that, but I haven't gotten any indication that like he's pulling a similar trick to Assassin's Creed. Gotcha. Which people don't like, because now Assassin's Creed has been long, God, out yeah. long enough that like there's plenty of reason for people not to realize this is that the whole bit of Assassin's Creed where you're like, go, you know, going into the past using a, a, a machine from the future they tried to keep that under wraps and like, when they were promoting the, it the was game. Like, it was like, so they were just saying like, no, you're just going to the past. It's a past game. It's like, isn't past. that cool? Like, we're going to the past. But then, like, the trailers and then the would marketing have... would... Yes, go ahead. Like, little electronic bits or stuff like that. Like, it would And glitch. then what was it? The Kristen video Bell, would glitch just like... weird. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, but yeah. I think then a- actress Kristen Bell, who I love, great in The Good Place. Veronica and Mars. So, yeah, mm-hmm. just, just a wonderful actress. Follow her Instagram. It is unbelievably funny. Um, but <laughs> she, did, she did the thing, which... It was totally understandable. This happens in Hollywood all the time. This happens in video games all the time, especially when Hollywood actors are brought in. She just laid out the story of the game. It's like, oh, yeah, like you're going to the past with like this machine that like, you know, lets you visit your ancestors. Isn't that a cool concept for a story? And Ubisoft is like, I don't know what she's talking. Um, <laughs> uh. Anyway, um, I, I don't get the sense that that's what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Um, so Wait, like, to give thing, an example but the leaf, of, So a thing comes off the leaf and it says, here's one thing yeah. it does. Then there's like slots for other things it might be doing or other things you might be able to do with it, basically. It just starts with like, this is a leaf or this is a berry. <laughs> but the implication is right. that Eventually. it could do other things, but it's not going to tell you. And you can eat it and that may not 
that isn't gonna nec- that doesn't like fill in that information. Like in a typical game, yeah. you'd consume it and then it would like tell you like, oh, by the way, it can do X, Y, right. and Z. That's like a classic that useful roguelike thing, right? Where it's like, oh, yeah. you drank the red potion, you didn't know what it did before, but now you know red potions heal you or whatever, right? And in this case, and it I should, doesn't and I do should, that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it does affect you. Upfront. Does it tell you that you're affected? Like, do you get poisoned by eating poison berries? Yes. So okay. you have. You have three main stats that you're sort of maintaining. There's a lot of, like, survival elements to this game. Okay. Um, so there are three stats that you're maintaining. Um, your, uh, uh, like, uh, hunger, mm-hmm. uh, your your thirst, and your sleep. Uh, your, like, your like your energy level. And so, like, it's you, you don't see those numbers, like, going on a— Often you can't quite tell where those numbers are at, but occasionally, like, you'll hear your stomach growl, or, like, there'll be, like, a red icon at the bottom that sort of says, like, hey, like, you're kind of out of balance. And so, like, you'll eat, and you'll see that, like— your hunger is satisfied, but that's all you know. And so, for example, um, there was a, a moment where I was kind of just wandering around like the opening area near the jungle and a boar attacked me. And I don't have any weapons. I don't have any way to, to, to stop this boar. I just need to try and get out of the way. The dodging, I can't tell if the dodging is bad or I don't understand it. Or I'm supposed to die and I'm supposed to learn more. Like, it's unclear, and I'll touch on that in a second because it's, like, a part of the larger thing that the game is is trying to do that I was running up against. Um, so I got uh, cut, and then it's just, like, you're just bleeding out. Like, you're just bleeding. Wow. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just maybe I'll just go to sleep. Because what I learned in a different run <laughs> was that if you break your bones, like, if you, ju- if you miss a jump... Um, if Uh-oh. you jump from too high, you'll just die. Right. Sure. Um, if you jump from like a medium height, you'll break a bone and it mostly just slows you down. Um, <sighs> and the, the ape will kind of like limp along. And then I realized that if I went to sleep just like over time, like that will quote unquote recover. So if I, like slept for a day and a half of the game's cycle. Um, that bone would just heal itself. And I was like, oh, maybe that's like bleeding too. Like just the cut will <laughs> sort of like coagulate and yeah, heal sure. itself. Yeah. yeah. No. It'll do its thing. The body no. will do its thing. Did that not- and so I slept, and instead, I just kept bleeding while I was sleeping. And I am literally losing my mind. I've been playing for an... I've been bleeding for, like, half an hour of, like, real lifetime. Oh, and I'm God. just like, how do I fix this? Like, and there's nothing. There is no tutorial to pull up. Right. There is no help there's menu. There's no help menu. There's there no, is you can't go in literally- the jungle. There's no tourniquet in the jungle. Yeah. There's nothing. There's there's no one to talk to. There are no NPCs. There is no encyclopedia to pull up. It there is absolutely All of which nothing. You're suggesting is intentional to frustrate. Yes, the in game this way. opens. The game opens with um, a very light tutorialization of like hit you know Y to pull up your interact with the environment. Like hit B so you can use your your smell instead of your like eyesight like like that you would be using to. Um, like focus in on something. It gives you like very basic UI stuff. Yeah. But like really basic. And then concludes like the opening with like, we aren't going to tell you anything. Like <laughs> this is your story in every sense of the word. And so it commits to that bit where I, I before I conclude this bit, this story about the the, the 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 being cut, like I remember telling you after loading it up, like I opened a beer and I'm like, I want to check out with this potentially really interesting game. <laughs> And then, like, 45 minutes in, like, was having, like, an existential crisis where it's like, <laughs> I've been playing games my whole life. Yeah. I am paid to do this. You may think I'm good. You may think I'm bad at what I do. But I'm at least 
capable of turning on a game and like understanding what to do. I turned it off going, I don't know what's going on. Like I was, <laughs> I was not ma- even just mad. I was stressed out because I had no tools for me to understand what to do next. I was losing all of, I was just dying. I was like, well, maybe if I just go further into the jungle, nah, there's just worse shit out there that will just kill you. (laughs) Die, spawn back to a new ape back at the base, and it's like, I don't know, keep going. Patrick, you shared a video. With what? To do, like, in, Uh uh-huh. There are no objectives. There are zero objectives. It's not like, hey, why don't you... Like venture out and find a new base, Patrick. Nah, our ancestors I mean, it didn't like have objectives either. Our ancestors had to figure it out themselves, our- which is the point. <laughs> like you're being sarcastic, but like that is like only a little the, the, the gist of the game. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah. the conclusion to, to bleeding is, uh, well, you die. You should get that. You know, talk to Danielle. <laughs> get that checked out. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I was like, maybe okay. Different things uh, cause like different reactions with, with the food, right? Like maybe other things do stuff other than um, cause hunger. So I Ooh. went up to a di- one berry that I had identified, but I had not eaten yet. I ate that and my stomach had a horrible response. Oh, and no. so like this like upset stomach icon comes on hmm. the screen and the games, I think at that point actually brought up a tutorial tip that was like, hey, this isn't going to kill you, but your body is not used to eating certain things. You're going to have to acclimate your, to even get advantages oh, wow. from this, oh. you're going to have to acclimate your body. And then once your body acclimates to it, and then that'll feed into the evolution mechanic of the game. Um, hmm. So you eat it and then you eat it a couple times and then your body gets used to it. So I basically ate it. Like I'm still bleeding. I laid down, went to sleep, hoped my, uh, my ape wouldn't die because a different time, where I was bleeding and didn't know what to do, the ape just died in the middle of the night. He's sleeping <laughs> and then just clonk, oh. like just done oh. for. Um, and when that happens, and you become a different AP. ape in the same generation of yes. apes, I guess? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you basically like, you, whoever's back at your your home base, um, you'll just, and you can switch to anyone at any time. You can be a baby ape. You can be an elder ape. You can be right, a right. Um, an adult ape. You can kind of swap between them. Um, and uh, I so I started climbing the trees. I was like, calm down, like, I think a lot of my anxiety in the game was born out of, I'm so used to, what do I do next? Mm-hmm. And this game really wants you to slow down and like try and figure out what that is, like with the tools you have um, uh, to a frustrating degree. I think like the frustration is like, it wants you to be mad because you don't know what to do and everything is out of your control and you're used to video games being like, yeah, like, dude, you're poisoned, like, or you're bleeding, like, go figure out the item that does it. Right. And right. so I'm just climbing these trees, and there was something up in the corner of one of them that I hadn't tried before, used it, and I stopped bleeding. And it's, like, not super clear to me, like, what exa- how that exactly works out, but I at least now know, like, that item causes bleeding. And then when I brought up the identification UI, it filled that in. It said, hey, next time you're bleeding, just scan around the world find that uh, that berry, and then it'll jut out and tell you, yeah. hey, that fixes bleeding. So in the future, like, it's not that you know this, it's that, like, your character knows this, your tribe knows mm. this, and, like, that knowledge will be passed on to your children through the, the mechanic of the game, which is that as you learn things, you do, there is a skill tree in addition, so in addition to you literally figuring things out yourself by identification, <laughs> There is sort of like a knowledge skill tree that develops. So like, for example, 
Um, it's not something that's like, hey, you're going to learn how to uh, run around on, on two legs. It's more basic where um, when you pick up an item, the longer that you like pick up with items and play with them, you start to develop um, like de- de- uh, along a cognitive path that op- eventually opens up a skill that is, hey, you can run with the object. Um, <laughs> or, hey, wow. you can swap hands with the object while you're running. So, like, that's what, like, the basic things the skill tree is unlocking. And the skill trees unlock along the vectors that you're exploring through the game. So, like, you're rewarded with cognitive points. Like, if you're spending a lot of time in uh, your community and you're, like, picking uh, dirt and bugs off of uh, the, the your your fellow apes and in, in, in your family and and the and the, your friends that are there um, you're getting communications like nodes that are opening cool. up so it's all based on like where you're specializing where you're spending time and like that unlocks new things along that path like I think one of the skills that you unlock early on along the communications tree is uh, the ability to instead of just like calling for one person to follow you, you can have your whole tribe follow you at once. Um, hmm. Presumably so that you could, like, leave your initial base and, right. like, find, like, a new home or, or something like that. Or fight a um, board again or whatever. Yeah, or fight, yeah. I mean, the game, it, one of the things the game does explicitly, like, there are little things that it does point out, um, which you can turn off. The game also gives you the option to, like, turn off all that stuff if you just want to 100% go full immersion. I mean, the game already feels like 100% full immersion, but it's like, do you want to crank it to 110%? Like, <laughs> here are the options to do so. Um, it Like, one of the things it does say is like, hey, like, so you have a, when an enemy is near, when a boar or a snake, you can try and intimidate them and like kind of pound your chest. Um, but you're only going to be able to do that for like really small creatures. But if you bring more with you, mm. you can all intimidate at the same time uh. or they'll just avoid you entirely. So, Boy, does this game sound way more fascinating when I talk yeah, about it. Yeah, what are you talking about? Um, this like, sounds cool as shit. Yeah. yeah, this sounds cool as hell. <laughs> um, it is it is a game that immediately became slightly more interesting when... So I was talking to Austin about this when I was still can, like trying to decide if I was going to review it or not. Because like I was just like really struggling over like what to do. I was like, do I take the game at its base premise, which is that you should just... The, the game that is in front of you is the game that you should try and figure out. When in my head, I was like, this game is going to be so enhanced by talking with your friends of like, yo, I found this out. Right. Yo, I found mm-hmm. that out. Like, did you even know this did this? And that like, for is example, what the game, that is what's going to happen. Would have happened in a community. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, that's what people are going to do is like, oh, hey. Um, like, so I finally just, I uh, messaged uh, Brad Shoemaker. I was like, are any of you playing this game? He's like, you know, Reichert's playing it. And I was like, all right, drop the Mario Maker facade. I need to find out what the fuck he's doing <laughs> in this game. And um, so I messaged him. He was, one, deeply relieved to find out that someone was as perplexed as he was. He was like, I can't tell if I don't know how to play video games or if this one is just really strange. He's like, nah, you're good. I've, have the, I've had the same uh, emotional arc with this with this uh, title. Um, and he was like, I was like, I, was like, I don't know what, like, I don't have any weapons. Like, I don't fucking understand. Like, give me a spear or something. It's like, oh, go pick up a, a rock and like uh it's like actually like go and find a uh uh a, a, a you can find a um you can break off a piece from a plant and then you can strip the leaves off of that and then you can bang that with a rock, but you can't just bang it, you have to hold slowly on the right oh trigger and wow. hit it slightly. So if you like pull all the way back, you'll break the the stick if you um, do it slightly, you'll notice over time like little pieces falling off and then eventually you will have 
um, not a spear that's been like sharpened at the front, but you'll have a full stick that you could maybe do other things with. A pointy which stick. Then, which then I realized, <laughs> oh, um, hold on. I should say I not realize this. I had an earlier moment in my emotional arc with this where I felt lost. I felt scared. And I hadn't reached out to anyone like Dan or, or yet. And I was like, I'm going to go watch a gameplay video. Uh-huh. I need just something. I need some sort of direction on like what I literally had no clue what to do next. Like I was just sitting there spinning in my chair going, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like I, if you were to ask me like, just go explore, explore what? I have, <laughs> don't know. It's, a, it's just a um, big forest. It's just a big jungle. It's just a big forest. There's no objectives. There's nothing. There is nothing to tell you what to go do next. Do you and, think, um, this, this yes. feels, this reminds me kind of of the No Man's Sky situation when it first launched. But in No Man's Sky, you had one goal at the end, right? It was get to the center, which yeah. uh, facilitated right. exploration yeah. along the way. Yeah. If there was like your end state, the end of this game is you've evolved to a Neanderthal, would that have been enough to be like, okay, I I can understand then like what maybe steps I could possibly take. Or is that is that enough? Well, this game has that. The, the, the game's pitch is that, yeah, like you evolve to a certain point and then the game ends. Like, and it's just how do you get there? Um, oh, okay. I was wondering whether or not it tells you, you that you, in yeah, the game. It, like, it doesn't. T- it. I mean, it's, impli- it's implied by like the mechanics of the game. It's like, oh, sure. you're going to evolve to a certain point and then it'll end. And then like the next episode of the game is supposed to like pick up from there mm. with a more evolved species. The thing that I remember um, reading is that you, there's even a thing that says like, did you evolve more or less quickly than the way we did for real? Like the huh. science's best estimates yeah. for how many generations it You took. can speed run, yeah. speed, speed run <laughs> evolution, evolution right. Uh, right. To, <laughs> um, to a degree. Um, and so I watched this Game Informer, which we, I don't yeah. know if we're going to talk about that at we all. We should just mention really quick. Is, you know, shout outs to anyone who was affected by the by the uh, cuts over at Game Informer. Some really incredible young talent there. Uh, seven folks from GI, I believe. Last I can't last count I heard was seven yeah. folks got laid off, um, which is a huge number of people to lose their jobs, especially who were young, who were people who were really talented. A lot of diverse voices in that mix, and also yeah, their website. Like you, yes. whatever you think of what Game Informer was, which like a lot of people like I understand in your head is like archaic magazine that like is held up by a GameStop uh, like a purchasing scheme, which is like not wrong, no. but like their website has hired an incre- and every other magazine has like divert, but especially their website, yeah. like deeply diversified, diversified it, like to such yeah. a degree of like lots of women, people of color, yep. like re- taking chances on really smart voices that are hopefully going to find they're smart people. They, they will find their way through, absolutely. but like, and they also, deserve another chance to like be part yeah. of it. And also just to mm. underscore that real quick is just like GI was is a place that f- inside the industry felt largely stable, like obviously tied to GameStop meant that we all knew that there were that like that part of it was not stable. But in terms of just like, hey, how long has this publication been around? Yeah. Do I have job security? Like that was one of those places. Not It's in Minnesota where the cost, right, where the cost of living, of living is far living more well. affordable yes. yeah. Than New York and San Francisco, yeah. which the cost of living, thus the expected salary yep. for a person, is part of the reason that like you get the same white dudes in those jobs yep. that have like had a lot of quote unquote experience. Like um, that's not the only reason, but it is a contributing factor of many that like a lower cost of living and an easier way to get to those places um, and a wider pool of people that could potentially you know <laughs> don't want to move to the West Coast yep. or the East Coast. Yep. Like there were things that like. 
that helped that publication specifically allow it to attract stuff like that. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so, uh, so I hope uh, those folks all land so, on their feet. And if you're listening and you're one of those folks, pitch us some stories. Uh, waypoint advice. Absolutely. Now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so you watched this video. So I watched. I watched a 20 minute like hand like preview event video in which um, I, I don't know who the people were on it because I was so specifically keened on like <laughs> what was being shown. Yeah. But I did pick up on a bunch of like. Um, the woman who went to the the event, uh, like the other guys who were asking her questions, a lot of her was like, I'm not sure. I don't know. And I was like, felt so seen. I felt so validated. Yeah. I was just like, yes, I am you. You are me. We are in this together. Um, but I saw in it um, them using a stick with a big rock and pushing it. Right. I was like, oh, sure, that makes sense. Rocks and sticks. And then yeah. I went to the game. Took, took, took that rock, hit it against that stick, put that stick up to the, and you do get contextual actions. They're like, like, oh, hey, like, this interacts with this. Doesn't necessarily always tell you what it is, but it's like, yeah, like, give it a shot. Like, you can try. Um, and I was like, yeah, I was able to open that up. And then the game was like, hey, there'll be like higher level items or whatever, mm-hmm. different items like uh, underneath these rocks. Um, and then that got me trying things like, oh, I can hit two rocks Together and it's like okay, well, this one didn't do anything. Probably different types of rocks I could bang together to do something. So um, it's a game that uh, I think will benefit greatly from being out in the public when mm. friends are playing it. It would be probably an incredible co-op experience, mm. like like sitting around with a group of people, right, 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 like screwing around with it, like throwing out ideas, like let's give this a shot. Um, I uh, I just did not I did not enjoy my time bumping up against it by myself. I don't know that I'm all that interested in like playing more of it. Like I, uh, I admire its audacity um, and its commitment to like, it's like specific bit. Um, even if I don't know that I have the patience to like find what's so interesting about it myself. But my hmm. guess is my guess is enough of it works that it's going to find an audience that, ends up adoring it. Like the things that yeah. frustrated me are going to be things that people go, that is so extremely my shit. Um, I'm, I cannot wait I'm to sitting here being like, this sounds this extremely like my shit. <laughs> I got through a No Man's but Sky you know, at launch. I, but, this sounds right. but the, even more even more esoteric in a oh, way, yeah. which I'm like, sign me the fuck up. <laughs> the UI is, lots of the UI stuff is bad though. Yeah, and so yeah. this is where like the rub of it is, is like often, often I felt like Look, either don't explain anything to me at all or explain a little bit more. Like mm-hmm. um, there were moments where I didn't know that's what I could even do with like the buttons. Mm-hmm. And that was not the fault of like a lack of experimentation. It was because like, oh, you, you're swapping what left bumper and right bumper do on me. And I didn't know that then became a thing I could even interact with. Um, mm, okay. It's uh, yeah. the way that it tries to visualize um, a young ape trying to conceptualize uh, the dangers around them. I don't, I didn't find that to be like useful at all. I found it to be like distracting and annoying and not necessarily representative of how maybe it would have felt to be that creature at that point in time. Um, so I think the UI is really rough and incomplete. Right. And I and I do think uh, as much as the game wants to do the commitment to just figure it out on your own, there are basic things that I had to ask other people to do 
that it's like, look, it does have a tutorial. It does choose to explain certain things. So the game actually isn't fully committed to its bit. If it really was, it would say, fuck off. Like, we're not going to explain <laughs> Anything. any of this. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And so the moment that it introduces even just a vague tutorial, um, I think if it had just gone a couple steps further, was just, just like, hey, like, you can pick things up, and then if you pick them up, they interact. Like, I just didn't even know you could do that. And mm. if it had given me a couple of more mental models for what is even possible in the game, I think I would have started hitting the ground running faster in a way that I would have been able to then meet the game closer to what it what it wants. I just needed a little bit more upfront. And that may not be true for other people, but I do think there's going to be a lot of people that, like, jump into this because it sounds conceptually interesting mm-hmm. and go, ah, shit. Um, in a way that it didn't necessarily have to do because the moment introduced the idea of like tutorializing, it should have just had one that goes a couple steps further. That's like, yo, here's the first half hour of the game that gives you some basic ideas of things you can do. Now go figure out the rest because that's really all I was missing. And instead I filled in those gaps with like people just explicitly like what's better from like the game's perspective that I text message a friend and say, can I do this? And they say, yeah, go do X, Y, and Z, <laughs> which maybe on some level that simulates the idea of like communication between tribes, like sharing information. <laughs> but that just feels like giving like too much credit to an idea when I really just think the game could have done a little bit more to get me there. And then I would have been happier being on my own experimenting uh-huh. and not spending four hours like toiling in a feeling that I don't know how video games work anymore. So um, it sounds like there's yeah. a soulsiness to this, <laughs> but only for obscurity rather than like, uh, like input difficulty or, or, you know, functional difficulty. Instead, yeah. I mean, like, there's, there's, there's a there, weird it, obscurity to, to all of this as opposed to figure it out. By it trying takes it. to a, a, yeah, yes, yes. It is definitely like takes a, an, an, an idea of, yeah, like, you know, success through failure. Um, but it's like I had to start the game over, literally start over five. I have like five different save slots because four different times in a row, I just kept dying. And I was like, oh, maybe I just need to go further in the forest and like something will occur that like gives me. And it's it's like that's yeah that that for that three hours I spent with the game were not fun. It was like the moment I talked to someone else that I was able to like get some basic bits together. So it's interesting. It's forty dollars, not sixty dollars. Like they seem to understand that it's going to be a game that. Uh, is purposely not trying to attract everyone. Um, so like, know what you're getting into. Like, maybe uh, you know, watch some videos to see if that's uh something you'd like. But hey, those videos are more than I got. So I just want you to understand <laughs> that when you play this game. <laughs> so that's that's nice. ancestors, the humankind odyssey. Thank you I'm, for your update, I'm, curi- Kato, yeah. I'm curious if other people. I'm so curious for anyone else here to try it to see I'm what your really experience curious about is like. It out. Yeah, want to. See if I can be a monkey. I believe in your ability to be a monkey and to (laughs) evolve. Into, Great. Thank yeah. you. Uh-huh. Let me know and how that it goes. Pra- all that practice in Pokemon evolving and that's stuff. That's true. All that yeah. Pokemon practice will definitely, will definitely <laughs> help. We should take a quick break and when we come back, we have more new games to talk about and, and also probably some updates. So we will be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right. We are back. Uh, I know we have a lot of other stuff to talk about. I just want to tell one quick story because I can continue to play some Remnant from the Ashes, a game with a bad name, but that is really good. Uh, I talked about it on Monday's <laughs> yeah. podcast. Uh, I played it. I had like one more very long session since then, but it was one of those things that where like I played this game three times now, right? I played it solo by myself mm-hmm. where I played until, you know, I got the, the feel for it. And paused, came back to it with a friend, played a little bit more, came back on Monday, was like really high on it. Mm-hmm. And then had a third, a third uh, play session. And those are like make or, make or break play sessions for, for me in terms of like um, multiplayer games, but also just in terms of games in general for coverage. Mm-hmm. Where it's like you do the first, you do your first personal like, all right, hey, I'm going to see if this is anything. And you go, oh, yeah, this is something. I'll play, I'll play enough to talk about it or I'll play enough to write about it. Uh, and so you do that, and then you then you go and you do the thing. You you do the podcast, you write the blog post, whatever it is. And then a lot of things, like, boop, they leave your mind. Mm-hmm. Or like, hey, I have to keep moving. I have to move like a shark do and, like, <laughs> keep going forward. <laughs> what is the next thing that's coming out? Where is my attention going to be? Um, and so sometimes you, you find something, you're like, I really like it. I'm going to give it another play. I'm going like, to dedicate one more night to it and just see if it sticks. Um, and so I played one more night with my friend Jack uh, and then a little bit later with Brad. We just mentioned Brad Shoemaker. Uh, Brad and I actually played a little bit. Uh, and that session like cemented it to, for me as being like a really cool thing that people have to find time for. Mm-hmm. Um, partially because of how the game surprised me in very simple terms in terms of just like the places you go to, the sorts of characters you're interacting with. I don't want to get into spoilers because of how cool it was to see the new areas and the new characters. But dude, like, I thought I was Can playing... You, all right, so you... Yeah. You, uh, mm, you said something in a different chat where you said you were genuinely taken by yeah. the resolution to a quest. Yeah, so that's so the thing I, I, will, I will talk about that. I, I think that's an early enough okay. quest that I'm willing to talk about that quest. I'll give a spoiler update. I'll say so, like, I feel like I want yeah, I'm gonna I want walk you to like I'll give you the vertical slice. No, I want like the full sales yes. pitch. Give yeah, me okay. give me So I mean okay. I mean the the thing I'm gonna say just about the, the the art direction and the locations is I thought I was there's a there's an object that you get there's an object in a loading screen with flavor text, right? Because that's it's like Dark Souls in that way where like, the loading screens are literally mm-hmm. just you know 3D renders of the items with flavor text. And one of the items was like, ah, uh, yeah, some you know somewhere in the desert. There's a king in the desert somewhere. I'm like, all right, yeah, post-apocalyptic shit. I guess I'm going to go. To, I'm going to go to Arizona at some point, right? <laughs> uh, and it turns out like, no, they meant a different thing by desert. They they are the scale of this game. The scale of this game is not traditional post-apocalyptica. It is so much more weird than that and mythical and like. Nice. I, I have seen some architecture that has like been like. Oh shit! Like you're not doing Fallout, you're doing Quake. You're not doing hmm. like the oh, road. D- what? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. yeah. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Like weird <laughs> Wait shit. So rad. Like we're you're talking not doing Quake? right. You're not doing the road. You're doing Ballad of Black Tom. Like the there was like huh. wild shit happening in this game. So 
And that's just on the like, I, and there's a small way of me talking about this too, which is like, I thought I'd be fighting tree monsters this whole game. Uh-huh. I thought in my mind, this is like Left for Dead. Here are the tree monsters. I'll fight them for 30 hours and then I'll move on with my life. Uh, but instead I got to a new area and it was immediately all new enemies. It was more like Destiny where it was like, oh, these are new enemies who have yeah. new weak points, who have new behaviors, who Ooh. have a whole new like <laughs> ecosystem of play, right? Uh, basic verbs are still the same, but the way I'm using them are different. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's like the raw stuff. The thing that really took me was the this quest that I stumbled into. Um, and so for the next like five, ten minutes, I'm going to talk about this. I know that that's not necessarily really scientific. It's a very early quest. This is something that ha- can happen to you in the first few hours of play. It's not a it's not a big it's not a a plot spoiler. This is a like a side. This is like talking about an early Dark Souls quest or something, right? Mm-hmm. So like Dark Souls, there are NPCs out in the world that you run into sometimes. One of the first ones you run into is this guy named Mudtooth. Uh, he describes himself as an old mudder. Uh, he lives in the, the wrecked fuselage of a crashed helicopter, of like a crashed like transport helicopter. It's really well decorated, like in the sense of, of us, the viewer, seeing kind of a cool post-apocalyptic helicopter turned into a home. So like mm-hmm. throw you know, carpets and throws and like old paintings hung up, an old record player that's playing music. This is very Fallout. Right. Uh, And this guy who's like, you know, a 70 year old, you know, dude with a beard and a a fish like a fisherman's hat. And, you know, he's kind of like kind of like a like a roughneck. Um, uh, And, you know, you you know, like that. And you kind of like an outdoorsman backwoodsy type. And so you go up and you talk to him and, you know, he's an NPC uh, in one of these games. Uh, And so he can sell you a thing. Uh, he can sell you stew, which is actually really cool because it's like a it's like an hour long buff to your attack or to your Ooh, your HP, shit. and that lasts between lives. So even if you die, you keep the buff. Wait, so quick question. Yeah, was this before or after the first boss? After the first boss. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get through the first <laughs> boss. Just hit me up, DM me. We'll get through yeah, that boss. Yeah. I beat that boss with Brad later that night. Um, <laughs> You'll do communication between you know. Yeah, exactly. Between yeah. peoples. Um, All right. <laughs> so. Yeah. The other thing you can do with him besides buy stuff is ask him questions uh, or ask him to tell you stories. He reminds me of like Candorous Ordo from Knights of the Old Republic, the like mercenary who just had a billion cool stories to tell about the, the time that he like rode, you know, like a, a, a battle droid from, you know, the upper atmosphere or whatever. Like that's the type of <laughs> that's the type of character this guy is, except for instead of being in a sci-fi world, he's in a post-apocalyptic world. So he has like. Just he's like one of those characters where you keep hitting the button like as a dare. You're like, is he really going to have another story? At right. some point, this dialogue is going to fucking loop. <laughs> uh-huh. And so my my friend Jack and I sat there were like, ask ask him for another story. Ask, let's just keep going because most of them are pretty good. And he's telling you kind of his life story out of order about how he used to be in a gang. Have you ever heard of the Crazy Eights? They became the Mutters and blah 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 blah. Oh, we used to live in sanctuary. Someone brought a a, a, a a movie projector there once. People there were images dancing on the side of a wall. Like it's kind of a fun. Kind of mm-hmm. character, uh, and and all of that stuff was pretty well written. All of that stuff was like, okay, that's cool. Like, keep going through it all. Then he told us like a really sad story um, about uh, a mother losing her child, and I don't remember in my mind. I can't remember if that was his mother losing what would have been one of his siblings or his wife losing their son. Um, but he also kind of talks about another thing he talks about is the fact that he lost control at some point of this gang that we used to be called the Crazy Eights. And the person who runs it now is this guy, Brabus, who is uh, a a like um, cold hearted guy. He, he says Mudtooth, this, this guy I'm talking to, says Brabus uh, believes that the world is, is like ruled by fear and that fear drove all the kindness away. 
And that's why he kind of rationalizes that he can be a bandit. It's like, there, there ain't no kindness out there anyway. Uh, I can do whatever the fuck I want. So at some point, Jack and I find a sewer grate that goes into a side dungeon. It's like one of the things in this first zone that you wander into sometimes is sewer grates or like subway stairs going down. And those will load into like side zones, which again are like proc gen zones. Um, and we went down there and for the first time we've met like 25 different or like not 25, but it was filled with people. It was filled with humans who had guns who were clearly bandits. It was like, hmm. all right, I guess we're going to fucking kill some people right now. So we fight our way through this dungeon. <laughs> we shoot a bunch of people. We come out the other side and we get to the very end of the dungeon. There's a checkpoint in front of the checkpoint is a fog gate because mm -hmm. this game like Dark Souls has fog gates. And it's like, all right, there's going to be probably some sort of shitty human boss who has on armor, who does like, or a flamethrower, you know, like the way human bosses be. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> we walked through the fog gate and then up on the, in the distance is a, like an elevated platform inside of a factory floor. And on yeah. it is like eight dudes. And the front one is clearly like the commander of this group. Um, I've skipped an important point, which is when we finished talking to Brabbit or when we finished talking to Mudtooth and listened to all of his stories, he rewarded after telling us a sad story about, about someone losing a child. Uh, he was like, well, no one's listened to me that long uh, before, which is already a cool thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he goes, here's a gift because, you know, I've been saving this to give to my son, but that boy, well, mm, uh, and it's not clear if he means his specific son or if he means a son he was going to have. He's like, I always wanted to save this to give to us to, to my son. Mm -hmm. But uh, mm -hmm. and it's one, it's just a good It's good. It's an amulet that like gives you stamina regen. So that was already Oof. a cool reward Hell for yeah. a Dark Soulsy type game. Yeah. Like, oh, wow, I listened to all this dialogue and they gave me a cool item. Good. Two, when you get to this fog gate, you go through the fog gate, you look up at the at the elevated platform I went to like just start shooting that I noticed my reticle was green, which meant that they were still in, they weren't hostile yet. Mm -hmm. So I walk up and the leader comes over and is like, you know, how dare you come into my space? This is my territory. I'm the big dog here or whatever. Uh, and then he's like, where'd you get that watch? And you have some options hmm. in front of you. And you can be like, where do I get this watch? Fuck you. Come over here and take it from me. Right. Or you can be like, oh, I, I got it from an old man in a, in a helicopter. And he's like, give me that watch. And again, you can be like, fuck you. Come over here and take it from me. Start <laughs> shooting, et cetera. Or you can be like, here, yeah, take a look at it. Or like, okay, but only for a second. Um, and if you navigate this set of dialogue options right, not only do you not get a boss fight against this guy, huh. this guy is revealed to be Brabus, presumably the son of Mudtooth. And it ends with him being like, okay, listen, you guys clearly aren't cut out for this. Boys... Get these, get these guys some new gear. Get them set up with some better outfit, with, with better gear. Uh, and uh, listen, if you go back there, tell that old man that I'm going to send some people over there to make sure he's okay. Um, and he gives you like a whole new set of outfits. He gives you like a whole new set of gear that has like a really good ability on it. That is that well, there's a increase, depending on there's like set bonuses in this game. Mm -hmm. So for each piece of this three set piece of gear that you have on, there's a 10% bonus or 10% chance that you don't spend ammo when you pull the trigger. What? It's called like extra pockets or something like that. It's oh, very good nice. ammo. That's fucking It's great. a very good, it's a very good uh, buff. And it's just this sweet moment that undercuts what his father presumably said about him, mm -hmm. which is that he doesn't believe kindness exists in the world anymore because he he maybe he didn't believe that but in this one rare moment he gets to prove that he can be a kind person and that he still has like an 
emotional heart and doesn't run this gang in this like terrible way. And it was just like not at all what I expected. Yeah. I, when I walk through a fog gate, I expect to fight right. a big monster. Yeah. And there's a lot of fighting big monsters behind fog gates in this game. Later, I would fight a big <laughs> tree monster. It was a cool fight, blah, blah, blah. But like this moment of like the boss fight was not being an asshole. The boss fight was, have you already spoken to this other character enough mm -hmm. to have a symbol of the fact that you sat through his stories yeah. to then show to his son, who is the leader of this bandit group, that he, that you respect, you know, his dad happens to like you a, a lot. And what's that mean to him and their shared trauma and their shared loss in this, in this post-apocalyptic world? And like, that is not... I've seen a lot of people talk about how the game is like grimdark, but in fact, I think it has this like core of humanity at it where it is about people struggling and trying to survive and trying to like push forward um, and finding finding ways to do that that might be compromised, but still have like it, it is not that sort of like harsh, unfeeling world that is like, well, you know, uh, sentiment will only get you killed. Mm -hmm. um, something you kind of wrote about recently with uh, uh What's the nowhere profit? Nowhere profit. Yeah. Yes, Kato, exactly. Mm. And so, like that small, small, tiny story, but delivered with great voice acting, with really fantastic writing all the way through it, and as a surprise, there was no quest right. log. There was nothing that was like, now take the watch to this guy. It was all completely <laughs> organic. It was a situation where that just happened in the background of us naturally exploring the world. There was another very similar thing that happened that I won't spoil, but like. Um, there was a there was a sort of a creature that I was able to interact with because I put on a a piece of another piece of gear that would fictionally make sense that it would change the way the interaction worked, and the result of that was I got a brand new trait that gave me a flat armor bonus. The way the game works <laughs> is that you get all these traits, and as you level up, you get trait points, and you can put them into things. Yeah. So you can kind of make a build based on what what traits you're putting those points into um and like all that stuff is so inventive inside of the space of the souls like yeah. where like yes the souls games have always have have had quests that they don't advertise as quests there's no quest log in those games and this game follows suit in that it does it, like ancestors is like follow your own path in a way right mm -hmm. like the souls games are um but the way that this one rewarded me for having previously interacted a certain way with another character and it did so quietly to the point that like when it said quest complete on my screen, it shook me. Because I was like, whoa, <laughs> what do you mean quest complete? <laughs> I, I didn't like, know there were what? quests in this game. Yeah. But of course but there yeah. are, they're just quiet. And like so it was it was just like just a really warm, good moment that also had a really good mechanical reward. Yeah. Um and and not what I expected from that game. Like I, I very much expected a shooting gallery of the same seven types of enemies for 30 hours in different locations and different versions of like American apocalypse. And instead I could show you some screenshots from some of the places I've been now that are like, this is a different video game. Do you know what I mean? In terms of just yeah, yeah. what oh, the nice. focus is uh, to the degree that like calling it post-apocalyptic doesn't even, I mean, it is post-apocalyptic. It's just lots of places have apocalypses. Uh-huh. Is what I'll say. Gotcha. Yeah. The world ends all over the world. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, the world. <laughs> uh, it's very cool. It's like, it's, it's, uh, if I'm being a little extra teasy here, it's because you get to kind of reveal about what the game is fairly early on. Mm. Um, and I bet that sooner than later, people will start seeing those screenshots of like what those other locations look like. It's very cool. It's very, very, very cool shit. And I'm excited for people to 
please try this game. Hell it's like yeah. 40 bucks on Steam, uh, on Xbox, and on PS4, I think. So far, it has been super worth that price. Uh, I'm very excited to keep playing it. And then, yeah, I went back uh, with, with Brad uh, from Giant Bomb, and we played through the dungeon that you're in, or the, the boss that you're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. at, Shroud. Shroud. Um, did you get to the actual boss fight? I yet? did. Finally. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, um, which I, is hard. I, yeah, I attempted it like 10 times. It, you uh, tried to solo it 10 times. Yeah, yeah. The first five were definitely like... Actually, the first two were like, all right, I'm trying this boss. Then after that, I was like, wait a second. I need to get a lay of the land because yeah. there's so many ads and the bot that boss teleports. That boss teleports. I really need to know what what the space is like yeah and then after that it was just are you getting hit from the like the this is like an archer boss who shoots stuff at you directly but also can like summon above from above kind of like energy blasts yep we the thing for us that like solved that fight was we we like stopped and figured out how to dodge those super consistently yeah and once we did that that was like what's been getting me is the ads ads. yeah straight up i just get swarmed at the wrong times yeah it's having to stop and then like dodge those other bullets in incoming like that's such a distinct thing about this game from the souls games like is the arenas are not arenas they're not just like circular rooms that you fight a boss in they are complex they are complex arenas in the fps sense they're like first person shooter map Hmm. style things with ladders or not ladders with uh stairs and multiple floors and objects to hide behind yeah and they're ads that like an mmo would have where it's like a lot of enemies coming at once or coming at certain points in time. Yeah, different waves and, and stuff. And managing like, that stuff is, is a big part of, like, doing the game right. It's rough, uh, especially with my... I, I chose the sniper class. Right. Um, and so... That gun just, is good, though. It's I, a so good I fucking switched gun. to that gun, the, the <laughs> repeater rifle that yeah. you have. I, I'm, that's, like, my main weapon now, yeah. for sure. But, I, and also, but also, I have a heel, which you don't have. That's the thing. You could buy that heel. I think I'm gonna... I might grind up and just buy that heel. And put that but, on your pistol. Yeah, yeah. you can put two of those abilities on. Anyway, we should just play. I yeah. Mean, that's the other thing that I'm having with this game is... I'm so I'm like ready to be the person who leads other people into this game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want to do that. <laughs> um, so hit me up this weekend and yeah. we'll, we'll go through it for sure. For sure. Um, what else is happening? What are you playing? Uh, Oninaki. Oninaki. Oninaki, which is a Tokyo RPG factory game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, an uh, action RPG, Diablo esque, Diablo like, uh, I guess. Um, it's. <laughs> So the combat in this game is rough, but I mean, and like I've there's the, an article that be up that by the time you're hearing this, the article will have probably been up already, uh, where I talk about this more. But um, it starts off with a really interesting like kind of world premise um, that goes to a like pretty dark place pretty quickly and. That kind of carried me, like, wanting to see the resolution of that or, like, where this game was going was uh, kind of what pulled me through for the 10, 15 hours I've played so far. Because otherwise, I would have dropped this shit, like, hour, first hour. Just because the gameplay is not being good? It's it's like a Diablo-style action RPG hack and slash type thing? Yeah, yeah. So you, and and it just, like, feels... Bad. It is so slow. What it takes you, a million okay. years for each attack, each regular uh, ass attack to come out. There's a delay, and th- um, I I, ta- I mentioned this in 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 the article, but like the worst part is that like 
there's this like rage meter that you build up basically. Uh, and then at a certain point you go into like this rage mode or whatever. Um, and then the combat feels great. It's all really snappy and you're like moving around and doing things. Um, and it's just like, if this was the base they're starting from, I would be much more interested, yeah. but I'm like, and it like takes so long. To, it's like, not like, uh, like, like you'll have down moments and then like be in this mode, uh, for long enough that like that rhythm feels good. It's like, it takes forever to fill that up. You probably end up saving it for the boss anyways. Right. You're just slogging through a bunch of enemies with this really kind of slow and like the, the thing about uh, a lot of these type of games is that you're kind of dealing with mobs of enemies, but also that means that directional abilities, you have to aim correctly. And like, it's, it's not always, it's not, it's like, it feels pretty imprecise yeah. and there's not like an easy reticle. Like, it's just, it doesn't feel good, especially uh. in those first hours. <laughs> but oh. um, the world they've set up, the this, this, um, the world they've set up is one where uh, everyone knows that there's an afterlife. There's like solid confirmation from this group of people that can like cross to like this purgatory world called the beyond okay, and talk to people who are stuck in between uh, the living world and then like the, the like after afterlife. Like, they know that there's, like, people in between that haven't crossed over. Right. So there is, like, there is, like, there is something after the purgatory also. Right. Right. Um, (laughs) But because people know this, um, there are certain ways that people talk about uh, what the living can or cannot do. Like, the first screen in, in the game, like, it's just text, and it's just, like, talking about your parents die and the the thing you're told is like you shouldn't grieve like you're the more grief that you feel and express the more likely your parents souls are like are to be caught in this purgatory oh wow yeah oh my god like, yeah it's rough and like um and like the belief of the the these people are t- um I probably should have uh, uh, I'll do it now, though. Content warning for the next, let's say, five minutes, probably. Uh, uh, talking uh, mentions of uh, suicide and assisted suicide. Um, but the world beliefs are to the point where um, if, like, like a, a straight-up example from, from, like, the first hour of the game is you uh, are helping a, a child that um, hasn't crossed over. He wants to see his parents. Hasn't crossed over as in is still, it's still is in, in the purgatory. purgatory. Okay, it's in yeah. the purgatory. So you find him, you take him to his parents, um, and you ask the parents. Um, his are the parents alive? Yes, the parents are alive. Okay, I so see. you're talking to the parents, like you, you, when you're in purgatory and uh, you can't see the living world, and the living world can't see into purgatory unless you're a watcher, because you, you can just squat, cross between. Are the you two. a watcher? Can you yes. cross between the two worlds? Yes. Okay, so you it's are... like the same physical space, right? So it's like I'm walking through a city. There's the living world version of it. There's the purgatory world version yeah. of it, or whatever the purgatory equivalent is called. Yeah, the the beyond, the beyond. Okay, um, and so. You ask the parents uh, if they've been praying and uh, if they've been dealing with their grief correctly. Like, what? Like, you're a grief cop. We, we, yeah, it. yeah. We, we. Here's your, wow. your son is here with us. They <laughs> right. can't see him, but like, we you're got saying, your son here, which means you're still grieving. Yeah, like, so or something. Something is up. You haven't let go. Because it's not. A, it's not the ghost situation where like the com- a thing that people say about ghosts is like ghosts are 
are spirits that are still holding on to right. some feeling. This is the opposite of that. Where it's 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 usually both. Oh, it goes both ways. Okay. It's like the the ghost is also feeling this thing, but it's usually tied to someone in the living room in the living world also having some sort of uh, lingering connection as well. Gotcha. Um, and the so the the mom uh uh what's the word i'm looking for admits jesus okay uh, the mom admits that she has been feeling lonely without her son sure and the son like being told that immediately replies yes i miss my parents i miss them so much and they they go okay i guess there's only what we have to do a tithing which is the their the, the the game's term for an assisted suicide by a watcher. Wow. In order to help that a uh, soul pass on. So they like open the wow. fucking yeah. they like dive right in. Yeah. They're like, okay, well <gasps> let's imagine a world where an afterlife is true, where people can see ghosts. What's the what is the what is the logical outcome? What is one vision of the right, world, of the world where, where that happens? And then let's immediately commit to it to prove our point, yeah. basically. Yeah, like it, all the way. Th- well, and like, uh, it, and it's based and on it, what you've said, this doesn't sound like it's handled like in a grim dark. No, it's definitely unquote, like way. like it's it's like you know they they it's like a hard decision to make, but they know that it, it it's very much played for like not played but like presented in a in a in a nuanced way where like they. It's not something that they. It's not a throwaway. Like, oh yeah, we know there's an afterlife. Let's fu- fuck it. Let's go. Like, you know, <laughs> right. it's very much like that's heavy. It, it's a heavy. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a tough decision, but we know we have to make it. It'll it'll help uh, our son cross over into the afterlife. Um, and the weird part is that, and like, this is another interesting wrinkle on top of all this is that the Watchers are state sanctioned. Mm-hmm. And there seems to be there's there you get paid for tithings. Like if your family you gotta, wow does a tithing, like the people who you leave behind oh, get money from the state. You, I thought you meant the watcher. No, 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 no. Like the rest of the family. The rest of the family. Hmm. Like they, for some reason, um, and like what they say. And here's the thing that is also like unclear. There is a part of it that's unclear. It's like when you, once you cross over, nobody knows what happens then. They say that you get reincarnated. Yeah, but who knows? But who knows? Yeah, yeah someone yeah. knows. I think someone knows in this. Is game. Is that because you think that like because the they're way setting it's been set up? Yeah, the way such. it's been set up, where mm-hmm. like the state is paying for these uh, for people to to go through with this. Yeah, there is something about what happens after like that's after the beyond death. After the yeah after it, yeah after this middle like area where you can still be uh, spoken to. Something else is going on there that it like the state is benefiting from, which is also like wild, but like, um, that was enough for me to be like, okay, I need to see more of this, and I will see, I will see it through as far as like kind of like this first arc, right? Um, which also ends in the second tithing, and I was like, okay, the game does not feel any better <laughs> like mm. it's it's gotten it's it's it feels a tiny bit better once you level once you've leveled a bit but i i can no longer it's I just the ca- gameplay like the mo- the fighting the combat the, stuff is yeah. just too which is much of a slog most of it like right, honestly right. like you know it is not a an adventure game it is no. not a visual novel no. it is it is primarily- i would i would go i would see that all the way through easy yeah, like yeah um but no it's like just these waves and waves and waves of enemies where you're like 
not hitting very hard. Like, and I've gone through, there are so many like level up within level up within level up systems where like you unlock skills. And then if you use that skill enough, you unlock uh, basically extra buffs that you can attach to that skill. So whenever you use that skill, you do, uh, you have a higher crit chance or, and then there's weapons on top of that, that also have sockets that you can slot buffs into. And like, I've gone through that and tried to like, max them out as much as possible and it still doesn't like it doesn't feel good <laughs> yeah uh which is a bummer because the setup at least sound like is intense and sounds really interesting and like they they handle a lot of this stuff well uh in in the first uh like 10 hours or so of the game that i've played um, well so yeah the yeah that's a, that's a shame i I will read a summary of this right, game exactly. in I four wanna... weeks or whatever. Or I'll watch all the cutscenes like you suggest in the piece, <laughs> yeah. right? Just like find one of those cutscene YouTube videos. And I'm curious about, about yeah. all of that because that stuff is like if handled well, if well written um, right. and well delivered on, there's a lot to work with there yeah. around grief, around yeah. faith, around like, you know, the interaction of those things and, and totally. government and law and yeah. all that stuff. Super, <laughs> super interesting. Cool. Well, <laughs> I hope the next thing you play is less disappointing yeah. uh, <laughs> at least god i don't know i'm going back to Destiny. yeah so. yeah destiny on pc baby i'm doing it i'm <laughs> yeah. gonna not yet but I'm one day. i will cross save just started right so yeah yeah so yeah uh when it i think when that when the dlc hits is when i'll i'll go back in yeah. like the week before i'll start getting october it. is that what it is it's october right yeah october first something is like that yeah. yeah cool cool okay Speaking of October and spooky things, the month of, of spooky yeah. things is October. <laughs> Danielle, uh, you wrote a, a piece for us this week on yes. Patrick, cover your ears. We're going to talk about the Blair Witch game. You, cover your ears, Patrick. I know that you're spoiler sensitive. <laughs> I'll be fine. I'll be fine. You sure? Yeah. We're good. We're okay. Good. We're I'm going to spoil some mechanics. So it's fine. I'm. I, you describing the gameplay is different than me watching a gameplay trailer. We'll be fine. Okay. Hmm. Okay. All right. Interesting, Interesting All right. line to draw. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I get it. You know, Blair we all Witch, have our, our feelings. Which we learned Blair was Witch. not called Blair Witch Evil Hides in the Woods. Or whatever Even though it, was. it really looks like it is. Uh, even though, like, every bit of marketing material has it, like, right under Blair Witch looking like a, a subscript. Right, like, literally the way the past, like, <laughs> if I look at the past Blair Witch games, Blair Witch Volume 1, yep. Rustin Parr, Blair Witch Volume 2, the <laughs> Ellie Kidward <laughs> tale, is that right, Patrick? Kedward. Kedward. Let me Kedward. show you the hoodie. They gave me a hoodie. I'll show you. I'll, I'll get the hoodie. Danielle's this is good radio right here. Yeah, yeah Danielle's left. Great audio. Bye. Yeah. Oh, there's, look, a, oh, there's a cat, cat behind Is that her. Ori? Hi. Hi, Hi cat. cat. <laughs> That's a cute cat. All right, we're being shown a hoodie. Patrick, this is a visual. Live Are you allowed to see this? Live That's demonstration. A... This is how much evil hides in the woods. It does say evil It does evil say evil hides in the woods. It does... But it does... But, the, but it is what's on that, the wait, back. Is that on the back? It's, like, it's on the back. It's on the front? It's on the back. All right, fine. <laughs> Maybe the website... Made it look more Well, the, yeah, the website is the one for me. The website, I definitely saw yeah. that website. And it does, it. the way it looks absolutely makes me think. If that's you a, go to BlairWitchGame.com, I'm like, oh, yeah, Danielle's yes. right. That says Evil Hides in the that's Woods. That's what I thought. Yeah. All the marketing material. I always, whenever I'm writing a piece for anything, I always go to the official website. I hey. go to the press kit that the PR person sends me. And, like, that's the, that's the title. That's, like... Blair Witch, Evil Hides in the Wood. Like, that's hey, what the 
fucking is, subtitle of the email was. What, what, what the? What is up with this ad copy or not ad copy, but this copy that is for you know the the cookie notification that's on sites now because. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. uh, it says it says the whole thing about like we're using cookies on our website. These cookies won't chase you through the woods nor attack you from the dark. But if you still don't feel safe enough, you can make them go away by simply changing the settings in your browser. And then the button to press. I need to know is this a Blair Witch joke, Patrick? The button to confirm is it's, courage is me. Is that within that's not a, that? No, that feels like it's not in the movie. A, like a a Doge era <laughs> meme joke. Yep. Courage is me. 2011, baby. If I you know? find myself in a basement facing the wall. <laughs> courage is me. While they're they're killing the other people around me. Courage Just is tell me. yourself, courage is me. Courage, courage is, is me. me. That's how you get through these things. Courage is me. Yeah, it's... I... I you played had, this game. You played 40 minutes of this game. I mistakenly said this was the name of the game, and that's why I went in on this uh, yeah sorry we, yeah we had to change and the very nice the pr person was like thanks so much for the preview can you change that please because that's not the actual subtitle <laughs> so, if you scroll right, down right, it played... says it again it's very funny <laughs> i'm saying right like i'm not crazy for thinking this no, i see i see exactly it says it again it. that's what i'm saying yeah. all right all right all right <laughs> so i played blair witch which is the name of the blair witch game just oh. Blair Witch. Out this month, August 30th. Which is uh, August 30th. It's right around the corner. So it's not yeah. in October, but it feels kind of perfect, actually. Like, I think of Blair Witch as being a late summer. Like, it's woods, so yeah. and it's evil and all this other stuff. So haunting and Kids like, Halloween gone season. Back to but also, like, late summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. it's like that weird, like, back to school time. So it's kind of perfect. Uh, it's by Bloober Team, who I really like. Uh, I've, I've liked a lot of their games. They made uh, Layers of Fear 1 and 2. I really liked 2 fairly recently. And they made Observer, which I loved a couple of years ago, of right. course. Uh, they're they're big on making these kind of fairly minimal, uh, sort of, you know, taking a, a, the script from PT or Amnesia the Dark Descent, like fairly uh, mechanically simple psychological horror games, first-person games. Uh, but slowly but surely, kind of throughout the, the years, they've been adding a, kind of a few mechanics in. Uh, Observer had all these kind of adventure game mechanics, kind of a detective mode, like different sort of detective visions and puzzle solving. And there was stealth, obviously, in both of the Layers of Fear games. And actually, in Observer, there were a couple of stealth sections. So in this game, uh, the kind of big thing is that they're adding several more mechanics in it. So it is certainly a first-person psychological horror game. You play this guy named Ellis. It's the mid-90s. It's actually a couple of years before the, I think, the events of the first movie. I forget what year the first movie takes place in. I know it came out in 1999. Patrick, do you happen to know, like, oh, was this, like, found footage from the mid-90s? Or was it like, oh, this is, we just found this footage? And uh, uh, the the premise of the movie is, yeah, like, the police, like, go searching for the three the kids and then they find the the tapes and gotcha um so i think it's like meant to be like fairly recently i believe or maybe like a year later okay like awesome awesome so i think this is sort of like a year before or two years before or so there's a kid uh he went missing in in of course the uh, the black hills forest the evil woods where the blair witch lives and curses everybody and uh, you're this guy named Ellis. I think you're a former cop or something you have a troubled past of course that's sort of in the background and you get a little little hints and pieces of it uh, as he has like radio conversations, um, you know, during the the course of the game. Uh, But you are part of the search party to find this kid. You go in the woods. And the big thing here is that you have a dog with you. 
and his name is Bullet. And yes, you can pet him. I know that's like a whole thing, and everybody's been putting the whole thing. But yeah, like they showed me that you can pet the dog. <laughs> it, you know, Bullet's a good name for a dog, I guess. Uh, interesting. Um, but he's with you the whole time, and he actually is part of the puzzle solving. So there are puzzles like environmental obstructions. There's one part where something was kind of blocking the path, and you have to kind of use Bullet, like tell him to go somewhere, and he you know does a little thing, and then you do something. And it kind of feels nice. It's almost like, oh, this is your little companion. He is also part of the combat, and there is combat in this game. It is flashlight combat with a dog. So it's like dog-assisted combat, which I actually, uh, I certainly need to play the whole game. I only played, obviously, a demo uh, where I thought it was cool and a cool idea. I could see where this could completely fall on its face or be awesome. Like, this one is really, this could go either way, basically. But um, there are, the the witch kind of sends apparitions at you. And you can kind of see them, but they're sort of flashes of light. They're like Mm. these... They almost look like flame people, like people who are on fire or something, like evil spirits or something. You can't see them super well, and Bullet can sense them before you can, basically. So you kind of face yourself in the direction. Is this canonical? Do animals, do animals, Patrick, do animals understand more about the Blair Witch than people? Uh, There's no evidence of that in... In the films, I mean, like on a fundamental level, like the the, like entire premise of this game is like a gross like Uh misunderstanding of like what makes (laughs) the project work. That's what it sounds like. I am not trying to be fired. No, 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 no. Like, look, I, 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 I trust uh, a blooper to like do something interesting, but like the Blair Witch Project, like as a film. The reason I think one of the central reasons it's so successful is because you don't you don't see anything. The movie does not ever resolve like its central tension of like what's out there. What's is the Blair like, Witch a real thing? Right? right. Or is it just these like it's like, yeah, like I mean, heavily implied by the end, like some shit is going yeah, down. Right, totally. It's out of the control. But, the, there's a but, big jump but you never to... you never see the witch. You never see like any, like like it's it's yeah. it's like the part definitive of that is a function of, of, of the Blair Witch is sending right. apparitions as just like a true sentence of the world is like a very interesting departure. It's where all the it's where all. I mean, it's it's the reason that like you can't really do a, like a, a sequel to the Blair Witch because the the all horror functions under. In it's an in it's an original form, like a sense of mystery that it can maintain. That any extension of it, by its very nature, has to dig into to some degree. So it's why all the Blair Witch games like have like much more like magical elements mm. to them that are, are far more literal. Because what else are you supposed to 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 do? Um, and so I'm not surprised. So like yes, like is like the the game like in some ways like. Wow, you're not taking the central <laughs> message of what made the the game the, the film work, but also what are they supposed to do? Like once you're stuck there, um, and really I will say to its credit, um, or, or what it's gonna like Lionsgate, the you know the production house that, that uh, uh, published the, uh, these films, this movie is basing aesthetically on the 2016 sequel that does visualize more of what's happening. Gotcha. Um, in the yeah. woods and actually in the movie identifies like the witch as some sort of weird creature that that exists um out there so like yes is this the, the 96 film no but the 2016 film like what it, it's more directly cribbing from i will i will grant it that plus yeah what are you gonna do walk around and not see anything for six <laughs> hours in a game like like i get it i yeah, yeah but like I mean, part of me something you might would want that part of me almost wants the connor sherlock kitty horror show like walking simulator yeah. version of a dedicated well then I mean, it has to be right like two hours yeah, like, yeah, yeah if, totally if you're telling me yes if you're yeah. telling me if you're telling me like what what would i actually want is like i would want a high quality like vr 
like Blair Witch game where it's like you're just PT. walking, getting lost in the woods. Like part of the reason like the, the Blair Witch movie works and like the reason like that little stick figure is so scary is like it's one of the few concrete things that you have in mm. the film, which is why it's iconic and like terrifying because it's one of the only thing that changes. And so it's like you could do something like that. And there is a way to do it, but this is supposed to be like a full length game. And like at, at that point you need to like implement and once you do mechanics, it's just like I, I see why how you go down um, um, this path. And, and part of it also may be that like when I interview those developers at E3, uh, I remember asking, you know, were you fans of the film? And it's like, no, well, we can't, kind of came to the film. Mm. It's not like they came to the film once they realized they were making a Blair Witch game. Like Lionsgate was looking for a horror developer. They contacted Blooper. Gotcha. And Blooper was like, yeah, we could do a Blair Witch game. And so I think to come to the Blair Witch franchise as a whole – is different than like having sat with the Blair Witch as like a th- like a thing, which like is is true for me. And then like, where do you build out from there? So it's like I, I see how they arrive at it. I'm still I'm still whatever, man. You put that little stick figure in front of me, and it's, it's if like literally if I woke up in the middle of the night and like my wife has never done this, I think I would divorce her over it. But like if, that was, if there was one just hanging. Uh, I think it was. I, I think I've expressed this to her. Like, it's not funny. Like, it's not. Like, it's not. It's not humorous. Like, <laughs> that love that movie to death. But like, if I was to like just like wake up and like my house was just full of those things, like get in the car, I'd figure. Yeah, yeah, you're a solo parent now. Figure it out. Like, uh, that's you, on you. I'm not wow. even. I'm, I'm not even taking Jessica because you've cursed her. Like, <laughs> this is this all this evil is on all of you now. I'm off to Damn. go to the woods and actually get caught by the Blair Witch. That'd be a better life. There you go. My- Prank for the so, save point. <laughs> putting <laughs> yeah. that aside, yep. <laughs> putting that aside. Yes, Danielle, the ghost, the the Blair Witch is setting ghostly apparitions. You got a dog. Yes, you got a flashlight. You is that stuff fulfilling? Is it scary? Is it scary? Were you scared? Yeah, it's pretty scary. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I get affected by this stuff. I love it. I, right. I love horror like to death. What was the, the environment way? that had you playing it in? Because this is the problem with horror games and how it's so difficult to judge them. Yeah. On like whether they're effective or not. Like I'm holding out hope for a man of Madan, even though like my demos, noisy demos at like packs were like, I don't know if this is actually going to be sure. scary or interesting, but it's just a horrible way to experience that sort of thing. So like, I'm curious if, if something is able to do that for you in like an unideal environment. Yeah. That is often like an encouraging sign for what it might do, like, you know, dark at night and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my demo was in like a hotel room with like three sure. people yeah. and there was uh there was a, an issue with another laptop. So like one of the other like developers was like on the f- I could hear them on the phone in the other room. Like, what do I do with this other <laughs> laptop? And so, yeah, it's never ideal. I mean, it was Not like great. a hotel room, which is better classic, than like a noisy Classic floor. Blair Witch scenario where the old uh, uh, <laughs> the word and the up. ancient curse is just mad at this laptop. It's true. I think she cursed the laptop. I think that may have been what happened. Yeah, she was she was pissed, you know. She uh, she prefers to curse dogs and people, but whatever. Laptops are a new territory for her. She's got to expand, <laughs> right? It's 2019. 2019, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what's going on. It was scary. I, I did jump. I did, like, do a little, whew, you know, a couple of times, that sort of thing, which is good. Uh, I'm also, like, very, very able to suspend disbelief in these situations. Like, I love horror that much yeah. that I'm like, come on, scare me. Do it. You know, like, it's not like a dare. It's more like a, I love this shit. Like, mm-hmm. come on, do it. Punch me in the face a little bit, uh, which is cool. There is one other element I did want to mention, which is taking the aesthetic of, like, the old camcorder 
type of thing uh, in a very clever way. There are puzzles. So there are the sort of environmental puzzles that are, hey, something in the world right now. And there are also camcorder tape puzzles where you sort of manipulate reality. I mean, there is a question of whether or not, you know, uh, I guess content warning here for mental health, but uh, whether or not Ellis is like like being affected by something or, or if he's projecting some of this, there is sort of a question. I don't think he knows whether things are happening in reality or not, but he's clearly, uh, you know, upset by it. But you can find tapes around the world where if you freeze frame on the right moment or if you fast forward or if you play or you rewind at the right moment, it changes something in the environment. And that's like how you solve certain puzzles. That was how I went through a particular door is how I like unlocked a building, which was really cool. So that is very cool. And actually, uh, I had a very brief interview with uh, one of the devs, Barbara Kusiek, I think. Uh, don't want to uh, butcher that name, K-C-I-U-K, I think Kusiek. Um, she's a narrative designer on the game. And she said kind of the reason why I was like, you guys are getting really good at these psychological horror games. Like, I really enjoy a lot of your games, uh, but you're kind of putting more mechanics in each time. And like, do you want to comment on that? Is it, is it just because the team is bigger and you can kind of do more things? And she's like, well, yeah, the team is bigger, but that's not the reason. Uh, you know, her her reasoning was that people aren't going to be scared anymore by kind of the same old tricks. And like, mm. this allows them to kind of create new tricks and create new things, which is a good answer. Uh, you know, of course, uh, I do wonder at, at some level whether it's just like, oh, you know, uh, we just have more toys to play with and we want to play with them kind of thing. Uh, but that that tracked, you know, it was like, OK, it, she kind of said something like nobody's going to be afraid if we do the same game in just a different setting. Like if we're if oh. we're just doing kind of the same shit all the time. So it was like, OK, all right. Flashlight combat and camcorder puzzles. That's it's pretty cool. Uh, the camcorder yeah. puzzle now makes me think because what uh next week uh telling lies the new um game from the uh oh sam barlow first game yeah Yeah. sam barlow um um man what if what if you just like what if the the blair witch game was just oh just found footage like literally fmv game an fmv game where you were just going through dozens of hours of just like and I, you know i don't know how they like structure it like yeah, you yeah, can yeah. do keywords but like th- I, it's it's easy for me to start imagining a world where you're just like given all sorts of and lots of it's just like people walking through the woods and people like yeah getting sticks for a fire and then it's like i don't know how these camcorder puzzles that you're working but like that immediately set off like like in my head like oh god like how cool would it have been to instead of like we're inevitably like an exploration game. You, you have to like you. I see where they come come with these mechanical things. Um, but what so, you know, talking like what would have been like more in the spirit of of Blair Witch, sort of like the essence of what made it scary. What is like the slow d- discovery over time of tension that is ratcheted up through like boring, seemingly boring footage, then reveals itself to be like much more sinister and unnerving as it went along. And, oh, man, that would have been that would have been something cool to explore. Um, and I guess I'm curious to see how how much that pans out over the course of the game that they did build. But I can't help but dream about like an alternate reality game that is uh, that is something like that. Oh, that would have been cool. That, that's Evil Hides in the Woods. That's the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> that is rad. That is an amazing idea. I kind of I want somebody to make that. <laughs> 
uh, but all yeah, this we is need is your support, <laughs> and that's why we're yeah, launching right? this Look, Kickstarter. Hire, hire me. I'm ready to leave. Let's go. <laughs> like, I'll just go. <laughs> the opposite of you ready to okay, make a Blair Witch okay, game. But what if you woke up and you were surrounded <sighs> by the uh-huh. little twine figures, the little Blair Witch like like figures, and you're I like, know. yeah, I don't know if I could do it. I don't, I don't know. I, I, but, but, maybe, but then, but then it's it's your wife says, I'm I'm just Josh and you. You got hired as the new creative lead on Blair Witch: Evil Hides in the Woods, the sequel that's all FMV based. I there thought it this is. would be a fun that, way to tell you, "I'm sorry, please don't leave." That line works even better because it's you made a, an unintentional pun because one of the main characters in the Blair Witch Project is Josh. Like oh, she's, she's always yelling, "Josh, Josh, just Josh." I'm just joshing you, making a Blair Witch just game. Joshing you, <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> God. Good. Good. Well, (laughs) Blair Witch out the end of the month. Very soon. August 30th. A lot of games coming out in the next 10 days. I know. Are there? Is that true? Can we just pretend that that's not true? Control. Control, which Rob is so busy playing. Astral Chain. Can't be here. Astral Chain. Blair Witch. I'm hopefully going to finish it soon. Yeah. We'll see. How's that going? But it's out. Yeah, I hit a you, bug. You I hit a bug. I hit weeks, a bug. But everyone else <laughs> doesn't get to touch it for. Yeah, it's not. It's not out until that's September, right? Thirtieth. Oh, that's also next the thirtieth. That's next Friday. Right? No, okay. August thirtieth. Yeah, but yeah. review embargo is Monday, so so you'll have a review of that mm-hmm. on Monday mm-hmm. for me. I think that that's it. I don't think that that we have any other games to talk about. I mean, Pat or uh, nothing Kato, else hiding in the woods. Kato, yeah. well, something hiding in a well. There's a creature in the well. Oh no! I got this. I got an email. <laughs> what about the ESA has leaked. God your damn. data, and God we are it. doing something about it. Okay. Hello, Patrick. All caps. Oh, your R receiving this email. Oh my God, there's a typo. Because <laughs> oh no, you have been identified as a victim of the Entertainment Software Association, the ESA. Yeah, you, that's no, that's right. That's a, there should be a period. Contactless. There should be a period right after that. You have been identified as a victim of the Entertainment Software Association. Period. <laughs> Full stop. Full stop. Uh. Our, in- our intention here is to gather basic information from you to gauge what level of harm this leak has caused to media personnel, particularly influencers with a capital I. Capital I. And oh. journalists who have had to incur costs. Lowercase J. I J. Read between the lines. I'm not going to disagree. Further protect themselves from the public. We're here. We ask that you take two minutes, and that's the number two. You don't write out, you don't put in the numbers until you get past nine. You write it out one, two, three, four, three, nine. To answer seven, the number seven, simple questions in this form here, or to remove your space self from future notices or participation, please unsubscribe from this list. Thanks. Our mailing address is the ESA Data Leak Coalition, P.O. Box 3249, Torrance, California, 90501-7266. Who is that? They put a P.O. Box on this. They put a P.O. Box on it's this. It's the I don't ESA Data Leak links. Coalition. That's, that's. I did go, though, to the ESA Data... So the email comes from notices at esadataleak.com. Um, I looked up the domain who is. It's like everyone these days. They It's anonymized. Hey, Thanks, yeah, no daddy. But like, um, why would I trust this form? Did you right, click the a, link? You, so if you go to esadataleak.com. I don't even trust that link. It's a, it is a Google Docs link. It is okay. a Google Doc, okay. Docs link, yeah. right? Yeah. I guess we don't it's, know. It's, it's, it actually, yeah, it's a docs.google.com. Like it's right, a, it's, but I don't know where Google it's going. 
No, like I'm not. I've I had heard when all this was unfolding, like various people had reached out to me or mentioned, yeah, like there has been some discussion of like filing like a class action yeah. lawsuit, blah blah. blah. Yeah. I've not heard anything about that since, which is my cynical self was like, yeah, of course, like this is just gonna blow over like everything else, and <laughs> I installed some Nest cams, and I just hope nobody shows up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this like there's no introduction. Like, hi, I am a lawyer. If you have any questions. Please call our offices, but, like, if you'd like to participate, we have a form, so we're collecting data. This, like, so I also got, um, I've been going back and forth with, uh, where is it? Um, Ethan Williams of, um, mm, he's a business development manager at Bellway Technology. Um, I was passed to him. Yeah, no, here's the first email. Uh, no, Maggie was the first person. Where's Maggie? I don't oh, know. No. Anyway, I got an email. I want to find this first. Fuck. <laughs> Ble- uh... Evil hides in the inbox. I swear to God. Yeah, I can't find it. Anyway, hi, Patrick. My name is Ethan Williams, and I'm part of the business development team at Bellway. Please see the below count we have, comma, delegates attending, quote, E3 Expo 2019. We have 4,119 contacts. All contacts are permission pass and provided with complete contact information, mm-hmm. including direct business email address on an Excel spreadsheet, huh. which is what that hmm, document was. Weird. Data fields include company name, web address, contact name, job title, mailing address, phone number, and industry, SIC code. I don't know what SIC code. You know what SIC code. And email address. Please confirm the receipt so that I can share the pricing details. Uh, <laughs> receipt confirmed. How much does it cost? That's me. That's you asking a question. Wow. Thanks for the response. We provide the list with contractual data guarantee, contractual data accuracy guarantee. Below are the scale down pricing. The entire 4,119 contacts can be acquired for $850. Oh, wow. We yeah. guarantee mm-hmm. 90% plus accuracy on email deliverability and 95% plus on other data fields. List will be delivered on an Excel spreadsheet with no restriction on usage. What you get, we already got over that quarterly update. We see data going bad every 40 to 60 days. Oh, wow. So with all list yeah. purchases, we provide ADMC, annual data maintenance commitment. At no additional cost. We will provide one update every quarter for the next one year for updates to ensure all contacts are accurate and valid. We will cleanse and up. We will cleanse. Cleanse. Cleanse and update the list. The space emperor demands we cleanse this list. New contacts during every update. Please let me know if you have any questions or can we move to the next step? Jesus. Can you tell me how the data on this list was acquired? We are list compilers and we work Ah. with organization as an, an extent, and obviously whoever's writing this, English is not the first language. I'm not saying that to like mock yeah, 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 you know, yeah. anyone. Let me be clear. Um, as an extended marketing team to support all the exhibitors and participants. As soon as we receive the registration on the portal. There's a portal. As soon as we receive the registration on the portal. The, ex- the Excel collect- portal, probably. The Excel, the Excel portal. Uh-huh. We collect the information on people who attend from each company and we add phone number and email address. We add, we pay royalty to publication house to maintain the accuracy of the email address. That's in bold. Like that is like, for Ethan, extremely important that I know. We pay royalty to publication house to maintain the accuracy of the email address. Please let me know if you have any questions or can we move to the next step? Me. You work with E3? No response. Ethan has not responded in two days to my my inquiry. Um, 
He's usually pretty fast. Usually I was getting same. You should follow up. Probably yeah. that seems safe. To do. I am. No, I'm. 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 You're committed. I, I am continuing to uh, figure out what like it. It would not. It's not shocking that like the. My guess is I've not done the research. My guess is there are cottage industries built around. Oh yeah. The leaked information, data sheets, stuff like this. This stuff probably happens like more often, or maybe in like a limited capacity than we think, um, in which they take some amount of information, they compile it, and then use things like white pages and these other like shitty um, websites that like compile compile public data that is explicitly just really going to be used to dox people, and they charge you to pay to get like full reports of people's cell phone numbers that they scrape from various places on the internet. Um, and that there'd be, which explains why it's broken English, right? Like this is like some sort of like, like sort of like foreign organization that takes this information and then tries to sell it to people that I don't know what they would do with it. But maybe if you were a developer or something like wanted a press contact, like, I'm trying to figure I, out like what uh, are the value. Well, so I, I actually have a friend who is a developer who recently received a very similar email to this where the wording was oh, just boy. different enough to make me think there's an ongoing set of this sort of either. Sc- My guess is it's probably actually just a scam. It's probably a, because at some point you have to give them money. Uh, not mm-hmm. just like give them money, but probably your credit card information of some sort. And my guess is that is the real long term plan on a scam like that is like it's less about here 700 bucks for some information that we scraped together. That's way easier to scrape now, way easier to create a fake product. But thanks, ESA, uh, as it is also then like to get people's credit card information and who yeah. knows what else that they would ask you for long term, you know. But well, you go to their web. You go to their website, BellwayTechnology.com. Hold on, you I, please okay. link me. I'm gonna put this in here. You, you, you. We need to explore this together. Together, Beltway Technologies. Um, tell, just okay. I want to just okay. look at the first font that you've seen. Just look at explore the data and just like give me your human response to that font. Wait, where? What's? Wait, I don't. Where do you see? Oh, sorry. I went to Beltway Technologies. That's different than <laughs> Beltway Technology. Uh, I put the link in there. Yeah, I see. Oh my God. That's not the font you would use. <laughs> that is that. It's like the, what? my, I think it's the Hawaii font. <laughs> like, explore is, the data. Is, what is this? Put on your luau. It's a luau. Like, explore the data. Yeah. The data. <laughs> what? Um, oh. Some gr- there's some great um, stock this. photos. Um, Patrick, this whole site seems like a scam to me. Yeah, but look, Austin, if you scroll down yeah. and it says yeah. in a section with a lot of logos, it just says, great work, and then just <laughs> lists logos. <laughs> no evidence of like what they what the great work is. It's just, is it a compliment <laughs> to Subway? It just says great work, American, American Express, Express Virgin, great Universal. Work. Yep. Great. Can I go right place? Uh, you, is this it? This is it. It's it's in the pocket. Okay. Yeah. All right. I needed to make sure. <sighs> Our core values. Our core values. Explore the data. That's the number one value, as far as I can tell. Repro cell. Uh, it's super weird. Well, this is. All you, right. You keep on this <laughs> delivery <laughs> delivery methodology. We happen to be surrounded by some extremely knowledgeable <laughs> executives with a capital E. <laughs> That know how to get things done. 
Our creative director is a brilliant man who's been studying algorithms for the last what? 15 years. He's been studying he algos. his own proprietary software to help us stay on top of the industry. Thanks. This is not the same generic software that is used by 75% of mailing companies on the net. So it's like, this is like sort of like some sham mailing company oh, yeah. that probably just finds, just scrapes data that is like leaked all over the internet and then sells that. I mean, that's not shocking that that would be, that's probably profitable. That, that is like, there are probably plenty of places that would like happily take that data for not even nefarious reasons, right? Like, just like we want a database of people, right? Um, that did you want to try uh, clicking any of these links? No, I'm not going to click any of these links. They're, they're Facebook, uh, Twitter, <laughs> don't go anywhere. Um, but they do have a, they do have a LinkedIn re- page returned 404s for every single one of these links, yeah, of course. <laughs> If you push at the right part wow. of this, you push at the right part of this fucking webpage, the walls around this are going to collapse, and it's going to reveal that we've no. always all been in a Hollywood set. There's like some Truman Show shit happening here. Ah, oh. direct mail matter. I don't like data it. cards. Meta this just cards. tells you what I can. Meta? These are just Meta? tells you what you can buy. Like overweight what their rates are. Americans. No, I don't want. Why would you? Parents of Christian children. Furniture what? seekers. Gamers, DJs. Wait, so the parents aren't Christians, but their children are Christian. All of these links. Parents are of Christian children. Patrick, just to sales at bellwaytechnology.com. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. They're mailed to links. Millionaires. Hair loss. What is that? What do you mean? What's the data card? Is it people experiencing hair loss? One of these people is that just are women selling hair loss products. I don't. Oh. Or is it just hair loss, the concept? Like, <laughs> yeah. email to hair loss. To hair loss. As a personified gamers. thing. Gamers. gamers. I told you, gamers, gamers. are Tuxedo outlets. Wow. Anyway, if you know anything about Bellway technology, you get in touch. To yeah. Re- feel free to get out. I, yeah, I'm still looking into this. I feel like I'm... I realize I'm blowing up my spot by explaining it, but uh, it's fine. It's just been a small story I've been like exploring on the side. And if anyone has any familiarity with mailing lists, Tag- I'll just use this now. If you know anything about like mailing list distribution <laughs> or like how people use shit like this, like we have a wide enough audience. Maybe you've experienced this. Or your company has. I'm reach out. Reach out. Reach out. Uh, Pet owners. I was say, yeah. T- tag yourself. I'm neck and back pain sufferers. <laughs> Good. Oh, fuck. God. Ugh. Very good. All right. On that note, this podcast about video games is coming Millionaires. To you want to list Ooh. the millionaires, you know? Maybe That's you want to reach out. Maybe you have maybe you have a project like a cool Blair Witch FMV Supermarket game. Supermarket. Deci- uh-huh. Supermarket Evil decision makers. <laughs> decision, no, supermarket supermarket decision makers. Supermarket sweepers. Well, like someone has to, if you have a product, let's say that you're Billy Mitchell, you have hot sauce. You want to let people know about that hot uh-huh. sauce. How are you going to do that? You're going to buy a list from this scam mm-hmm. site and then send your hot sauce to those people. Yeah. Direct. Yeah. Don't do this. <laughs> like if it's legitimate, Don't do like $850, no one $850 is not a lot of money. No one, right? like, no one do you, this. Me, I'm telling you. Don't give these people money. No, I'm just, but I'm just saying I could see how you, you would sucker people. Oh, in. yeah. If, it's a, if, that, if this list, like if you didn't know that this list was just out there. Yeah. Uh, is like I could just get every single member of the media for eight hundred fifty dollars. Like that's a good ROI, you know. <laughs> that's why. That's what I mean by this yes. being like. I'm not surprised these games exist because you offer it for a, a seemingly attractive enough price. That look, I do want to know. 
gay slash lesbian, whatever that means. That's just yes. like give me the names, yeah. I guess. Uh-huh. Yes. That's when you pair a gay person and a lesbian then in you, fiction. Okay. Got you. Gay slash lesbian. That's right. what yeah, it is. That is what that is. Absolutely. That's uh, Hubert Soho, slash small home. Yep. Small office home office. Is that a term? What's the whole no. thing? Give me, read me the small whole. Small office no. home office. Soho. Soho. Small no, office not home like office. This. Yes, that's where you live, Patrick. Not you live like, in Soho. Tell people like that you're this. from Soho. Small home, small office or whatever. Small home, office. home. Small office. Hey, there's office. a new God matrix. Damn it. There's gonna be a new matrix. A new not, matrix. Like not like this. Not like yeah. this. Yeah. Not, not like, like this. this. Not like get, this. They better get Larry. Tom Holland unfollowed Sony on Instagram. Oh my God. I'm ending this fucking podcast. We are Keanu not Reeves. doing this. <laughs> Keanu Reeves and um, like Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moore. Carrie Moss. 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 They better get Larry Fishburne. If they don't, I'll be upset. Correct. Is that it? I guess. Please let that be a oh, movie. Please wait, let that movie wait, be a reaction to the the whole yeah, see, the adoption thing. of the red pilling concept yeah, by great. the yeah, alt right. That'd be good. Parts of the internet. Please let that be what that movie is. That'd be great. I guess Morpheus is dead because of the MMO. If that's canon, yeah, if the yeah. if, if Matrix Online is canon, Morpheus died. Oh right. Well, so, so is Car- so is Trinity. Yeah. True. Oh yeah. Like everyone's kind of dead. Yeah. By the, you know. Yeah. I mean. You know. Neo is whatever. I am. I am actually. S- God, I guess I we keep, can't do I this. Could keep, we we could have a matrix. Double we, ma- okay. It's a Should double we, matrix. I'm ready for a the original matrix films. Too. films. Yeah, me big, too. Big time. Yo. I, the thing that I realized last night or two nights ago. The first one holds up. Or a few nights ago, people will hear this on a French at the Table sure. Patreon clapcast sometime in the future. Because I, I put forward this hypothesis, <laughs> which is, one, I don't think that second movie is so bad. I think that second movie is actually better than people give it credit for. Yeah. I, get, I, I bet second both those okay. movies feel better. Yeah with distance than it was at the time. And another thing that I just want to bring to people's minds is the realization that Matrix comes out in 1999, Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions come out in 2003. They're like, this seems like like a flip armchair analysis, but like the world is a different place for most American viewers. And I think like in a post 9-11 world, the the story of the Matrix and the story that the Wachowskis were telling, the Wachowski sisters were telling at the time. So maybe not the the audience may not have been ready for what they were trying to do with that story. I think the world wanted very specific sorts of narratives and resisted the 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 big ideas that were in those movies. Fucking Cornell West is in those movies. Like there is some mm-hmm. wild shit happening in those movies. I think that they might be better than anyone gave them credit for. Mm-hmm. I say that without having watched them recently. <laughs> Maybe I watched them again and I the go, The second yikes. one more so than the third one. Y- that is like the safe bet. I'm with you on that. I want to go back and watch yeah. them both uh, and see how I feel about them. But I think the second one has uh, so many cool fucking cool ideas. That's all yeah. I'm going to yes. say. Well, we should we should think about revisiting them sometime in the future. Too bad you can't play yes. the Matrix, Matrix Online. Re- that I'm sad well, about. And really play Enter the Matrix, uh, sorry, though. Enter the Let's Matrix. Go. You can play Enter the Matrix. We've got an Xbox, you, you, right? You gotta, you've not, if, you gotta, because it's like part of that movie. <laughs> Sort of. That's those characters if you like not there, but that's not important. I mean, not important, right? They're cool. I played that game a lot. Yeah. I loved yeah. that game. I loved the Ma- Enter the Matrix. Did was like one of the first games that did a thing I would come to love forever, which is when you throw a punch in a video game. Most of the time, enemies just keep their hands up, and that's what a block looks like. The Matrix Enter the Matrix made it look like they were actively like kung fu blocking attacks, yeah. and you went back and forth. It was really cool. Uh, also, you could get into a, a fight in on a bus or whatever on top of a on top of cars. That right. was cool. 
That game yes. was all right. You could run from Look agents. Look the ending of that game if you have not looked up the ending to Enter the Matrix. No, no, not, the, not Enter the Matrix. Yeah, the one you're thinking of is Path of Neo. Path of Neo's ending is the one that is... The f- is that the one where they, they, the, yes. they talk to you? Yes, that is the one where they talk to you. Oh. You should you should watch uh, the Path of Neo ending. Uh, Enter the Matrix is the game that takes place during the Ma- uh, Matrix Reloaded, as yeah. Kato points out. You can tell I used to be like a real diehard Matrix fan. <laughs> uh, uh, and I didn't know there were... T- I there actually t- didn't realize there were two different games. Three, three. if you got Matrix Online. Right. Uh, <laughs> Enter the Matrix is the one where you play as Ghost and Niobe, who are bit characters in uh, the Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions. Mm-hmm. And you're doing yeah. stuff like... It's like a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern were dead style situation of like following them in the background mm-hmm. of the of the A-plot. And they, they're doing important stuff and meeting with the Oracle and, they, and their, their actors shot new scenes and stuff that yeah, went into like the game. Yeah, there's like live action. Li- and there's also like a weird hacking mini game like uh, like ARG mm-hmm. style background thing. There's a lot of cool shit in there. The Merovingian is there. It's and there's a thing. queer kiss. There is a queer kiss. That's there's true. There's a queer kiss. That's true. And then cool. And then uh, uh, Path of Neo was something that was kind of just telling the story of the games or of the movies except at the very end it was like the Wachowski sisters show up and are like, well, we thought that a video game, here's how it does the movie ends. You can't do that in a video game. So we're going to do this other very video gamey thing that I'm not going to spoil. People should just go watch the end of Path of Neo because it. it's so funny. Uh, it holds up. I think someone, maybe Jordan Mallory over at Fanbyte, someone over at Fanbyte just wrote it up. Uh, so go ahead and do a search for that and you'll find it. Um, on that note, now that we've covered everything that go needs to be animatrix. covered. Yes. Oh, and go watch the Animatrix. The Animatrix, Yo. legitimately yes. good. So fucking great. So good. There so are, a couple, good there are one stories. or two shorts in there that are like, oh, wow, uh, we thought about sexism differently a, a while back. Uh, but uh, yeah. uh-huh. oh, m- mostly oh, yeah. great. Mostly, mostly very great. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yes. some, some dope shit in that, in that set of uh, some... some um, some stuff, a couple of shorts by uh, the Cowboy Bebop director, Shinichiro Watanabe. Yeah. Really good. Really, really cool stuff all the way through. Anyway, except for the Ten, shitty sexism stuff. Tekon Concrete yep. director was yes. in there too. Yes, like, totally. Such good. And like visually outstanding stuff. So great. <laughs> Join us in the future for when we talk more about The Matrix and probably more about other video <laughs> games, but probably not the XFL. I hope. We'll see. Uh, the Matrix for I would love to. I would love to. It's the Matrix for football. That's right. The X, the X proves it. The Matrix FL. Uh, the Matrix FL. Uh, thank you for joining us. I hope everyone has a good weekend. Follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. Kato, where can people follow you? At A underscore Kato underscore appears. Patrick. At Patrick Club. Danielle. At Danielle R.I. As always, you can follow everything we do, twitter.com slash waypoint, waypoint.vice.com. Shoutouts to Bowen for letting us use the track Miss You off the EP Pale Machine. Find out more about that at waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. If you have questions about the XFL or the Matrix, or you have comments about Patrick's <laughs> weird scam emails, you can send those to gaming at vice.com. No, you, the way you phrased that, I don't appreciate. I just saying. Wait. <laughs> oh, Patrick, they're not your scam. Patrick doesn't have access to gamingadvice.com. <laughs> yeah, he does. No, he doesn't. What? We ran into this. I don't. We can't. We Since when? Me and Patrick can't Never. see the question bucket. Danielle can. Yep. I can. You can't see the question right, we did bucket? It, we, did it, we, did a, we did a podcast when- I'll get you added. Uh, Danielle wasn't on it, and uh, it was me, Kato, and Rob. Yeah, Rob doesn't have access? Bucket. I think Rob did. He does, okay. but, Rob but he should. was like, when, yeah. when, when, when we were literally about to record, and I was like, 
Right, so who has access to the that's question bucket? And Rob funny. just gave the deepest fucking sigh when yep. I was like, Rob, you're going to have to just figure this out. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. very funny. I'll, I'll get you at it. I'll get you at it. Gamingadvice.com is the email address. Send them there. Uh, uh, until next time, Danielle, what do we say to them this fine, fine Friday afternoon? Be good and be good at it. Peace. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. I do know that the person's display name is Obi-Wan Kenobi, and it's a picture of Alec Guinness playing Obi-Wan Kenobi. Good. And the tweet is the, the tweet that they are responding to is about the, the Disney and Sony situation. And Obi-Wan Kenobi says, let's talk about Dune 2020. Forget about Marvel Studios. They had a great 10-year run. Hashtag Avengers Endgame felt like a definitive end. And then a gift that just says, You're move still on. doing the hashtag now? They're still, he's still doing the hashtag now. Listen, Ben Kenobi moves People, that, people that use, like, ha- hashtag use is, like, one of my low-key favorite yeah. things to watch. Because I just don't, like, it's both... Reeks of like reeks of desperation and like so. For example, I was responding to Ben Fritz uh, about some of the Spider-Man stuff because I am most I'm deeply emotionally invested in this sure ongoing dispute. (laughs) Um, and responded to uh, Ben Fritz just being like, which has been part of my theory that I put out earlier was that that I the moment this hit one my heart sank and then two I was like ah this is just a big PR stunt like they're just weaponizing a fan base to try and get a, a better deal by painting Sony as a villain. And so then I um I added I, I asked Ben about that because he wrote a whole book about that oh, shit. Wow. Like he would right. know. Um he was basically like, yeah, probably. Um and then he responded um with, with me being snarky like with, with some sort of like, oh that's a reasonable take. And then he wrote, also Sony is dumb and they should give Spider-Man tomorrow for free uh, because the fans deserve it. Just oh just God. being an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then overnight like just got latched onto um god and where's the one? Oh, where's the one? Oh fuck i don't think i blocked him oh he was a big hashtag boy like there are hashtag users and then there are hashtag boys that just like <laughs> half of the tweet yeah it's just hashtag like they just yeah. want, they're just so desperate with their seven followers hoping they can like ride some viral gravy train oh some and he wrote like a whole notes app 
rants. Wow. It, was, it was it was beautiful. That sounds great. Um, Honestly, that's well, that's the play right there, right? You get all that ah, text in an image, yeah. and then okay, the hashtag okay, okay. is the body. Of okay, the tweet. so he didn't. I didn't <laughs> get the notes app uh, argument to me. I just got a shut the fuck up uh, to great. me Good. Um, from from him, which immediately was like radars up. Let's see what's up. Like go let's to the profile in. and let's yeah. like, start scanning. And like wow. one, are we gonna find porn? Nine times yes. out of ten. Nine times out of ten. And like that. You're going to find porn yeah. immediately, which is fine. Hey, I'm not, I am not trying to shame interest in pornography. I'm just saying there is a commonality <laughs> that I seem to, to this find t- style in style of tweeter. Accounts. Yeah. Uh-huh. This um, tweeter is a porn star. Hashtag Sony did nothing wrong. Hashtag Spider-Man. So I couldn't rant about the whole Disney Sony deal with Spider-Man. I typed out on my note, enjoy, no likes. No retweets. So he's in that he's in that hashtag game and like just nothing. I'm so fed up with the MCU and Sony deal bullshit. Y'all just shut the fuck up. As a true capital T R U E quote Spider-Man fan. I don't oh know. Boy. Is he dragging himself there? I'm unclear. <laughs> Clearly, you guys don't even realize that the longer Spider-Man is going to be involved with Disney, they're going to N-E-R-F nerf him. Shut they the fuck up. The other Shut the like Shut the, the fuck up. What? Shut up. What? They're going to nerf him? They already... Are you... Also, they already nerfed the other characters. Like the, quote, Hulk. Like WTF. The last time I saw him being a Hulk was in the first Avengers film. Okay, when the well. fuck did that Hulk went from being a beast to a bitch? So you <laughs> I'm glad that Sony ended the deal with Disney when they could have just kept it 5% of the deal to oh. Spider-Man, yet they stepped in too far to ask her 50-50. Hell no. You're just going to nerf him. Capital N. Nerf. Nerf with a capital N. And I ain't about to see Spider-Man be all fucking weak. Hell no. I don't trust a fucking rat to do that. It's not the end for the actor Tom Holland to play Spider-Man, but if I was really, if it was really the end for Tom to play, well, I wish note? him the best of luck. He oh. isn't going anywhere. He's not poor. He can literally act in any He's movie role. He's not poor. Y'all just need to stop being a fucking pussy. Another bullshit I read when someone said, "Oh, Stan Lee would not approve of this." I'm trying to like visually do the meme of yeah, like the I, capital lower letter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shut uh-huh. the fuck up. Don't bring him into this. Leave him in peace. He's dead, and he doesn't need any of that. I was so damn happy when I heard that Spider-Man was going to appear in the MCU and was made in Civil War. It was a dream come true. But I knew knew it wouldn't last that long whatsoever. I knew the day would come to an end where some bullshit thing that fucking rat tries to pull up another deal with Sony. Talk about Mickey Mouse, that rat. Talk about King Mickey, that rat. Should have kept your mouth shut or no more Spider-Man for you. Thanks for joining my TED Talk. <laughs> Hashtag Sony did nothing wrong. Hashtag Spider-Man. Wow. Sir, this is an Arby's. Unbelievable. Just so good. <laughs> Just beautiful. Oh, my God. Wow. That's incredible. That was amazing. Sony Stan has logged on. Wow. It's so much. It's I'm so dying. fucking much. It's just, it's just like, like Love to. horrible Disney fans. Yeah, yeah. Horrible the, the, yeah fans, Disney. Horrible, yes, like yes, just everyone yes. looks terrible. Everyone, everyone looks bad. Full ass out here. Yep. yep. They're like three good takes, and none of them are popular. You know. <laughs> yep. Oh God. So I just, I had to. No, share. I, it was... I appreciate it. That really brightened my morning. Can I, can I uh. please? Stephen A. Smith, can you go on Cameo? 
because I want to pay you to read to this. To read this whole thing. <laughs> oh. I, would you would you pay a hundred bucks for him to read no. that? Because I would. That I am a real Spider-Man hashtag Spider-Man fan. But, <laughs> but what Disney is doing <laughs> is beyond the pale. Matt Kellerman. <laughs> you know I love Hulk. You know but I love Hulk. When the fuck did Hulk went from being a beast to a bitch? To a bitch. <laughs> you know I don't use that word very often, Max Kellerman. <laughs> You know I love women. I love women women. in my life. (laughs) You know I love the Scarlet Witch. You know I love the one Scarlet Johansson. I love all Scarlets. Scarlet Fever. You see Ghost in the Shell? Great movie. Great movie. What a what a range she has. She could play a tree, in my opinion, in my professional opinion. (laughs) If she wanted to, she should. <laughs> he did a um uh a podcast with uh I, I caught on Twitter yesterday like uh with Bill Simmons and he was like wow. serious Stephen A. Smith. Oh okay. but like we're like it is interesting to hear like because normally my I don't listen to like his show, and maybe mm-hmm. like you hear this more often if you actually listen to him talk, yeah. but it's still his voice, but my voice is just the character right. that is right. like Right. Made on social media and that he clearly plays into. But then like listening to him talk about like just like the history of basketball for like 90 minutes, like, like dude, like really knows his shit, but like it's so hard to take him seriously while I hear the voice because he is just a caricature in my mind. Right. Totally. He's like yeah. actually a really smart dude. That's yeah, the he's danger. Been in the business for forever. You know what I mean? So he's savvy. He found a character, leans into right. it, yep. and is it's also just like he knows what he's doing. Re- really smart. Yeah. He's All committed right. to the bit. <laughs> yes. We should do a clap before we forget. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, I've forgotten. Okay. When I get to the Hulk part, we clap. <laughs> God. Uh, clap on bitch. Clap on bitch on three. On three. <laughs> uh, ready it's my favorite like end of, a, of an action movie uh, like one liner as like some sort of like yep. neural network is trying to kill the hero and then the hero like uses their weakness to kill them and just goes clap on bitch and then clap and the whole neural network shuts down. I don't know why it's odd in that first so line. Good. Yeah. <laughs> the, the first or last line of the new Matrix film. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Oh, you know what? You're yep. clapping to like turn on the automated defenses or whatever yeah, that just shred yeah. your enemy. Anyway, we should do a clap. Uh, <laughs> are we all there? Are we all on time? That is. Yeah. yeah. All yep. right. Uh, I sound so, normal, right? Yeah, yeah. You sound good now. You okay. sound great. Totally. Cool. Twenty twenty-five. Cool. Let's do twenty-five. Okay. All right. Oh. <laughs> Patrick's gone. Uh, what's what's the episode? This is twenty two fifty eight, right? Two five eight. Two five eight.